From the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. Are you this is Roz yes. and Mocha. <laughs> it's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Cara. You're listening to my boys Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. Roz. I think Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. That's amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hey, who's this? Hey, it's Lance. Uh, what can we do for you, Lance? So I actually have a riddle for Maury, um, if that's okay. You have a riddle for Maury. Deepa, hey. Sham, feel free to try and guess. Uh, Do I need right paper? Uh, uh, is, it a, no. is, it a, is it a math riddle? No, it's not a math riddle? No, no, yeah. no you don't need paper. Yes, it's a math riddle. Paper. Bro, he's going to need paper. I have paper. Have okay, you not listened enough. to the show at all? Yeah, fair enough. Okay, okay. What is the, what is the math riddle? Maury, what do you put in between three and nine to make a number bigger than three? And smaller than nine. What do you mean to make a number? Make, oh. make it with what? Oh. It's a math question, so it, it's an equation. So anything that you can put in between numbers to make an, a proper equation, whether it's plus, minus, anything, I'm not going to say because I don't want to spoil the riddle. Oh, I gotcha. Mm-hmm. I gotcha, 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 gotcha. Okay. So what, so what do you put in between mm-hmm. three and nine Bro. to make a number bigger than three? And smaller than Chef's nine. Shaking his head. This is easy. This is oh, easy. Yeah. I knew. I knew it right it. away. To make it bigger than three and smaller than nine, right? Correct. Deepa, you look very confused. Can I? Can I? I still can don't I, understand the question. Can I say? Okay, hold up. Pause for one second, Maury. Okay, Deepa, I, this is a very confusing question. Uh, Lance, ask the question. Say, say the question again while Maury works on this. What do you put in between the number three? Yes. And the number nine? Yes. To make a number bigger than three and smaller than nine my immediately okay my immediate answer was six because like you know because why maury 69 <laughs> okay so <laughs> maury's maury's answer is 69 dude that's uh, a good try maury but that's not correct okay, okay. <laughs> okay cool. number you put yeah. between three and nine to make it bigger than three and smaller than nine Right. Well, I, I never said number. I said, what do you put between three and nine to make a number bigger Bro. than three and smaller than nine? <sighs> like a really big four? <laughs> <laughs> um, no. <laughs> I, think, I think that this question in, in itself is very confusing. For more, yes. Oh. What do you put between three? Oh. What do you put? Yes. Between three do and nine. What do you put? What? Maybe, oh, maybe. Maury, oh, Maury, oh, wait, wait, oh. wait, Maury, wait. What if you just? It might help if you put the emphasis. Try the emphasis on on all the different words. No, but that's what to I help did. You, to that's help what you. I did. Try, Maury. Try putting the emphasis on each of the different words because it might help you get what through this. Do. You no, you're not understanding what I'm saying. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. no. You said put the emphasis on the. <laughs> okay. I get it now. Okay, Maury, okay. Maury. So, okay, Lance, say the question again. Maury, what do you put in between three and nine to make a number bigger than three and smaller than nine? Yes. 
to make the number bigger than three, three and smaller than what three. do you put yes what do you so it's something i want what to put. do you put or what do you put or what do you put does he emphasize <laughs> the emphasis on the you well, as what in do like you what put? do i want to put like what do you put me. between what do you put between or or is it what do you put is it what do you put or is it what do you put or is it what do you put what do you put between three and nine to make the number <laughs> i give up okay I okay know hold the on answer. okay pause pause uh sham do you know what it is i sure do deepa do you know what it is yes okay can uh, i just say it's really unfair that shem is so smart and and single like a woman's gonna did love you just shem say he's so smart and, and single, single? You're, like, married. Yeah. you're married yeah. you have a can i talk about how unfair it is that shem's single okay yeah. really That's can we just discuss here. for one second <laughs> How it's so unfair that Shem is so single and I'm not. Um, okay. What uh, do you? Okay. 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 Oh. Uh, uh, Deepa, do you know what the answer is? Yeah, I do. Okay. What do you feel that it is? I think it's a decimal. Okay. Uh, Shem? It is a decimal. Uh, Lance? It is a decimal. Yes. yes. Oh, I, I thought it was like what, like a mirror. A what? mirror? <laughs> like what do you put between three and nine to make it like, so I thought like you're... Like an object, like a tuna sandwich. Like I thought it was like, what do you want to put between the two numbers to make the three bigger? And then I, I just thought it was some random thing. Obviously, it's lube. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Lance. No problem. You guys ask me the question, please. Uh, well, Mocha's not here today, dude. We can't. That's unfair. I, I know you don't like having your feelings hurt, but I promise you, I, I won't hurt them. Lance, I don't trust you. Have a good day. Good day to <laughs> you. Bye, guys. bye. Okay. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Yes. Oh. Oh, geez. You okay? What'd you do over there? That's Still something? That's no, just my phone. Oh. My phone did an update last night. And? It's, I don't know. Now it's oh, all well, weird. Welcome to it. 16.1. Is that what it is? Yeah, that's the latest. Is that what I'm on? I'm waiting for 16.2. Why? Wow, there's this app that I really want for my phone and my iPad. What is it? Uh, it's called Freeform. Okay. And um, it's only available on 16.2, uh, I believe. Mm. My clock is different on my home screen. Yes, I hate the new clock. Yeah, it's too uh, big. You guys can change it, though. Oh. No. And settings. Whatever. Man, your phone Who, can do ain't, everything. Ain't, ain't nobody got time for that. Settings? Ain't nobody got time for that. Guys, come on, man. I can't it, be Geek Squad for you. You know what I did today for the first time? Smile. No. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind that. I'm not going to tell you. It's actually, uh, that's, actually, that's actually less embarrassing than what I was going to tell you. Okay. <laughs> okay. Let's see. Let's go through the thing. What's, okay. the, what's the, the one thing, guys? Okay. okay. Okay, here, watch. No, no, here, I'll show you. And I felt proud of myself. I was like, oh, man, this is awesome. Okay, here we go. Okay, so uh, I've told, I've talked a lot before where Catherine gets pissed off at me because she sends me, like, I don't know, I get notifications from something. She'll book us in something or do whatever, right? Yeah. Like calendar notifications? Yeah, I don't know, man. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then so today uh, I opened my phone and it looked different, right? Uh And then I clicked on one and then it asked me if I wanted to do something. And I was like, Oh, okay. And here, I'll prove to you that this was what I, the last thing I downloaded this morning. Okay. So okay. here's my screen. Look, uh, I'll flip all the way over, all oh the way over. Oh, my God. Bro, okay. you have so many apps on your okay. phone. I know. I know. Why don't you put them in folders? Okay. But look at the last app that I downloaded, and I felt proud of myself that I downloaded oh, it. No, okay. The very, the very last app. Look what okay. I downloaded this morning. Okay. And, oh, and only this morning. Have not had it since. Google Calendar? Yep. <laughs> 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 Finally. 
How do you hey, not man. have Come your life you. organized? Thank Come you. On, man. Let's give them a round of applause. Thank you. I guess, sure. Yeah, but isn't you. that in your Gmail too already? Uh, I don't know how to access yeah. it though, but not on the not through the app. So now I have Google Calendar. But you, you also have got, like a regular calendar on your phone. Yeah. Like that comes with okay, your device. But that calendar is still tied to all my old ET Canada stuff and they disabled my email account. Yeah. So you can go in though and get rid of all that junk. I don't know if you can. Yes, I think you can. that's fake you actually news. can. I you don't can. know about that. You can you? Know. Just <laughs> say that you don't know how to do it. No. I don't know. Fake news. <laughs> <laughs> just say you don't know how to no, do it. No, I don't know. Come on, bro. Just oh, say it. Man. You don't know how to do yeah, it. Yeah, I know. I don't. But <laughs> I don't. I, but, I, I, yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised Roz doesn't just have like a whiteboard in his truck just writing everything no, down. No, we, we have a piece of paper on the wall at home. A piece of paper? Yeah, yeah. It's like a roll <laughs> and it comes down and you can write stuff on it. And I had like all my book deadlines, everything written in Sharpie on the wall oh at home. Oh my God, are you serious? <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. That's how. That's how With I did everything. With the amount of technology you have yeah. in your home at yes your disposal, yes your phone, yes typically on you at all times. Right? Yes, always. For majority yeah, of the time. So you downloaded the Google yeah, Calendar. Yeah. Are you going to use it? Mm, yeah, my God, I got to figure it out though. Hey man, listen, welcome to 2005, Thank you. Thank Roz. You, <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. No need to panic, everyone. James Earl Jones is a okay. Yeah, he's trending again today. So I always get nervous. Everybody does because when you click on the hashtag James Earl Jones, yeah, you immediately start panicking. Yeah, right? I, I never click on it because we've already, in such a short period of time, uh, in the last part of this year, have lost so many, mm-hmm. and other people are freaking out. They're like. I'm about to go to bed, and I see that James Earl Jones is trending. Mm. Like, you have to give context. Yeah, you do. Right? Yeah. And then you have to go looking for the story, which I found. I believe I found it, right? Which is a tweet from somebody, a guy named Ryan Kennedy, and it says, who are you choosing? Right? And the picture is a picture of Morgan Freeman, and the text on it says, aside from Morgan Freeman, if you could choose someone to narrate your life, who would it be? So then everyone started going in saying James Earl Jones, which is exactly why he's trending. He is not dead. Right. I would say Patton Oswald. Patton Oswald. He does the, again? He's a, a comedian and he does the narration on the Goldbergs. And mm. I like his voice. I think that you just identify with the Goldbergs, though. True. True. Some I mean, people I were I, saying uh, Kate Blanchett. Okay. Because she got a nice voice. Yeah. Sam Jackson for me, man. That Sam would, Jackson. Highly know, entertaining. Man. Come on, that is man. very aggressive. I love from- it. I think that no, no. I think that Sam Jackson would maybe put a spin on your life that doesn't exist. Oh, I don't know about that. Come man. on now. Come on now. Come on now. <laughs> Jeremy Irons came up. Jeremy Irons. Oh, that's a good one. In some people's uh, tweets. Definitely James Earl Jones came up, like, obviously, as the, the top voice. It would be too long, though. He's a slow talker, James Earl Jones. David, but if you haven't done much in your life, then you don't have to worry about it. <laughs> uh, David Attenborough came up a bunch of times. Oh, the uh, the the 
he the narrates National all Geographic the, guy? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that'd be a good one. Too, I mean, actually. I'm going to add in uh, the Forensic Files narrator. If you've ever watched Forensic Files, Peter That's Thomas. That's only murder, though. I know, but he has a great, great voice. Oh. The way he says says Luminol. Is that on um, on A and E? Well, I think it's on. It's it well, was originally on. Yeah, it okay, was originally. So an is he the show. one that has that voice? He's done like a lot of. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. must be Shem. Correct me if I'm wrong. Is that the same voice that did? He worked for um, when the WWE did the, <laughs> the Monday, oh, Night the Monday Night Wars. No, it sounds like the same guy, <laughs> no, but I don't think it's the same guy. No, I don't think it's the same guy. I don't think it's the same guy. I would say, do you know it's a great, uh, you know, it's a great read is um, uh, Kate Winslet. Yes, Kate Winslet. She's wonderful. We what have a bunch ab- of books on tape that Kate Winslet read. What about uh, Scarlett Johansson in the tone that she did? The movie where she was the computer that fell mm. in love with uh, Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was no, that movie? man. Well, I never seen the movie. Was that but... called her? Yeah, yeah, yeah yes, yeah. yes, yeah. I, yeah, I watched the uh, the yeah. trailer, and in the trailer, the... <laughs> her voice sounds soothing. Yeah. Uh, that was a weird movie, man. That was a weird movie. So, who would narrate your life? Like, who would get it right? Like, like according to the life you've lived, right? For, for Maury, somebody else wrote this about themselves. Yeah, but I find like this would be great for Maury. Yeah. Uh, is uh, Bobcat Goldwaith? Oh. <laughs> is Bobcat still always talking like this? Is no, Bobcat, Bobcat still, alive? still alive? No, I think oh, he. I... R.I.P. Bobcat. Yeah, they're gonna. That's his name not trending. They're gonna have to AI Bobcat Goldwaith. Will to, you uh... hear their narration, or does that come out after you're gone? What's that? Like, will you hear the narration of your life, or is it they're narrating after you're gone? I do. What can we gotta establish the ground rules now? Oh, I don't I know. know. He's still alive, by the way. Is Bobcat still alive? <laughs> Sixty years old. Oh man, now I feel terrible. I feel terrible. Somebody like him passed. Oh, man, I feel terrible. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. What a lousy... We didn't realize Bobcat was still oh, alive. Damn. So we totally Bobcat. disrespect poor Bobcat Goldfrey. Sorry, dog. Yeah, man. But if you're wondering why uh, James Earl Jones is trending this morning and you're just too lazy to go looking for it, it's yeah. because someone had posted a photo uh, with a picture of Morgan Freeman and said, aside from Morgan Freeman, if you could choose someone to narrate your life, who would it be? And of course, collectively, majority of the people yes. are picking James Earl Jones. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Well, it was not the outcome we were hoping for, but it happened. The final whistle goes. Canada eliminated after two matches of their World Cup return. The country does get a goal to celebrate. But in the end, a comeback from Croatia where they scored four goals, having been one down just two minutes in. Heartbreaker in Qatar. Uh, Canada will play Morocco, by the way, on Thursday. For what? Three points. For what? Three points. But that does, it's not going to do anything. No, but They're at least out. You could, if you win, then at least you could say we got our first win. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm, it's, soccer, no, I get what you're saying, but I'm just answering your question. It's like these these small victories. like it, and, and, and it's crazy because when you watch football um, – because of the scoring and the game and everything else, like even when they give these incredible stats, they still seem underwhelming. Like when somebody the other day was like, Ronaldo, the first player to score four goals in or to score a goal in four World Cups. I'm like, like one goal in eight? Like 
It's an underwhelming stat. I know it's an incredible stat. Of course. But when you say them out loud, like the stats are just so underwhelming. I know. And because even, then you think about comparing it when you compare it to like to other sports. Every other sport in the right? world, yeah. right? It's just it's well, maybe so this makes every other sport in the world look easy. I'm, listen, I'm not dismissing the popularity of soccer at all. I'm not that guy. It is a it is the global sport. Um, so David Mori was out there uh, talking to fans who were all you know Bust been posted it up. up, posted up at restaurants like super early in the morning. I had a, a mimosa, nice, good, good spot um, to watch the World Cup. What time did you have your mimosa? Noon. Oh, oh. It, was, it was Sunday brunch time, right? So I figured if I'm oh. going to go out for brunch time, I might as well have a mimosa. Oh. No. You made it sound like you had one at seven o'clock yeah. in the morning. No, who hasn't be- had a mimosa at noon? Come on. <laughs> I don't even know what a mimosa is. Oh, oh deep. Huh? You've never had a mimosa? Never. No. You've never had alcohol, though, right? Um, No, like a sip of champagne, that was basically it. That's a mimosa. Good. Put some orange juice in there. Oh, okay. That's a mimosa. Thanks Girl. for educating me. Yay. Mm, they're good. We are, they're we good. are brunching on <laughs> Sunday. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. <laughs> well, it was painful to watch. But I'm very proud for the Canadian team to have made it this far on the world stage. It was an excuse for you to get out of the house. No, no. I, I came to legitimately watch them nope. win. Uh, I'm disappointed, but I'm proud. I was hoping for a win or a draw at least. But, you know, Croatia's an elite team. Canada's, you know, they're on the come up. Hopefully next time around they can win some games and advance out of the group stage. I'm happy we made the World Cup. Canada's on the map. We're on the map again. It's all that matters, right? Win or lose, we were there. It, was this not do or die and we didn't die? We definitely died over here, I feel like. But <laughs> at the end of the day, this no is fit. the future. This is the future of Canada. We're on the map again, right? That's all that matters. And we scored today. You witnessed them score the first goal ever. And the quickest goal I've ever seen, I feel like. So it was great. I'm happy that Canada's there and we played a great game. That didn't go well. Uh, it's okay. We should be proud of Canada's effort. They did a great job. We're not only a hockey nation, we're now a soccer nation. We belong in the World Cup. And, and let's sing together. Canada! I witnessed a young team, first time in the World Cup since 1986. First goal they've ever scored, and in big preparation for 2026, Canada, USA, Mexico. I feel good that we got to get our first ever World Cup goal, so it was really great to see. And obviously we're hoping for the win, but hopefully we can at least walk away with a win against Morocco and still get one win this World Cup. Yeah, it started amazing, and then it kind of ballooned into a horrible tragedy. But, um, you know, we pushed through. Um, everyone, the pints kept coming, and uh, the goals kept coming against us. But you know what? It's a, it's a pleasure to be here with everybody, have a few beers, get up in the morning on a Sunday. Do the beers hit differently if we were winning versus losing? Does it taste different? Oh, absolutely. They, they have a different punch and, and swirl to them, you know what I mean? There's a, uh, we're having the local beer here, um, but um, yeah, I, I mean, the, <laughs> the, the energy provided by said pints definitely uh, went in the downward trajectory uh, post 3-1 and then eventually 4-1. Sad day for Team Canada fans. Did you see uh, the uh, all the Team USA fans when they were playing England chanting, "It's called soccer." Oh no! <laughs> oh man! Oh, oh bro! It was so, so aggressive. It was so aggressive. And you wonder why the rest of the world it hates y'all. So- the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, didn't work out for Team Canada yesterday in Qatar. Uh, we play again on Thursday mm-hmm. against uh, Morocco. 
For what? According to Damon Mori, three points. Yeah, sure, right? fair enough. Yeah. Um, Get that win. One thing that went viral yesterday was one of the players on Team Canada, he's from Calgary, Sam Atakubi. His mom was at home watching the game. Oh. Yeah. Oh, You'll love this, so Deepa. And she so was like sweet. freaking out. My son is in the World Cup! My son is in the World Cup! Yeah, baby! Thank you, Jesus! Thank you, Jesus! Thank you, Jesus! So that went everywhere yesterday. Just her pure excitement, pure joy in her voice. Gorgeous. Uh, So Damon Mori got on the phone with her almost immediately following the game. Oh, my God. Can I call you Mama Atakubi? Can I call you that? Mama D's fine. (laughs) Mama D. Oh, my. Can I say you are the best thing to come out of the World Cup? You going viral and being the mom everybody wants. How did that feel? Um, I don't even know. I'm sure I'm not the best thing to come out of the World Cup. I'm just a proud mom and just excited to see her son play and fulfill his dream. You know, that's all. I think I represent all the moms of all the players out there. (laughs) And I'm sure, much like every other mom of a player on the team, um, freaking out just as much as well. This is, uh, by the way, Sam Adekubi's mom, Sam Adekubi from Team Canada playing guitar. Uh, David Mori talking to his mom. Now, I got to tell you, it sounds like you're, you know, you're you're almost losing your voice. Have you been screaming at the TV a lot the last I've week? I've been screaming at the TV. <laughs> yeah, I've been screaming at the TV. You know, yes, my kids know I scream a lot at the TV, at the games. <laughs> what are you yelling? What are you, are you yelling, go Sam? Are you yelling, go Canada? What are you yelling? I'm just... I'm yelling, oh my God, referee, what are you doing? Oh, you know, you know, get the ball, get the ball, pass the ball, pass the ball, you know. <laughs> oh, that is amazing. I'm yelling things that don't make sense. I'm yelling things that don't make sense. I I don't really understand the game. I just understand, I just, I know the players and then I just yell out their names and make sure that nobody hurts them on the field. People <laughs> oh look like she's about to ball right now. It's just so cute. Oh. Like, it's just a full circle moment. Imagine all the time that he spent, like, putting into his career and his mom being so proud. It's, it's really sweet. Yeah. Uh, this is Dan Morin talking to Sam Atacubi's mom. Sam's going to be coming home in about a week. What do you have planned when Sam gets home? Is there going to be a big party? You get a lot of food. What do you have planned for his return home? Well, yes, you know, we are an African family, so we celebrate big. He's coming home. His siblings are, you know, they're, they're right there in Qatar with him. So we're going to come home and celebrate the fact that you know they got to wherever they get to you know and that's an accomplishment it's an achievement so we celebrate every every win we celebrate every in every milestone every accomplishment and the fact that they got to the world cup they got to play that's an that's an achievement and we're going to be celebrating every single player and the coach oh well everyone was celebrating with uh sam atakubi's mom a.k.a. Mama D, <laughs> freaking out, watching her boy play uh, with all the uh, the other um, guys on Team Canada yesterday in Qatar. Thank you for that, Dan Moore. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Hey, Braden, what's going on, man? Hi. Um, I have a question yeah. to ask. Go. Okay, so what is a food that's best eaten at room temperature? What is a food that's best eaten at room temperature? Well, my mind immediately goes to sandwich. 
Well, no, because some sandwiches are hot. No, but like a tuna sandwich or an egg salad sandwich. I sort of prefer tuna if it's been in the fridge, though, and then I make a sandwich out of it. To me, that's the best way to do tuna. Um, okay, I, let's start with something where I know people disagree about it, right? Apples out of the fridge or in a basket on the counter? Oh, basket on the counter. Fridge. I don't like cold okay. fruit. So here we go. Shem, yeah. you say? Fridge, nice and cold and crisp. Mm. Deepa, you say? Mm-hmm. Straight from the fridge, too. Straight from the fridge. Yes. See, I'm an on-the-counter guy. Oh. oh okay. I, don't like a, I don't like a cold apple. Okay. Not that I'm eating a ton of apples. <laughs> let's be, let's be real here. <laughs> right? Keep all of our fruit on the basket. If I have, if there's a bag of dill pickle chips in the pantry and an apple in the fridge, that apple's going to stay there a very long time. <laughs> That's a fair. very long time. That's fair. I'm trying to think of what like what foods though are designed for room temperature. Oh. Like which ones are awful if they're hot? Like what's not good hot? I mean a I, donut I is served room temperature. Yeah, no, but a Krispy Kreme when they're warm though? Ooh. No, I'm thinking Tim Hortons. I know, but okay, but like it's better warm. A muffin is a little bit better warm. Yeah, but you can't heat up a, a donut because then all of the chocolate melts. No, no, but I just, I mean, I mean, I like a warm donut, though, like fresh out of the thing. This is going to sound strange. What about, like, rice? You like room temperature rice? Yeah, I don't really like rice super hot. I feel like it's not as enjoyable. Oh, sushi. Sushi's cold. No, sushi's yeah. room temperature when it sushi's arrives. Sushi's not room temp. That's because you order everything that takes an hour and a half to get to your house. I've only eaten sushi room temperature. Sushi shouldn't oh. be. So, yeah, I don't know if I would want room temperature sushi. No, no, no. Rice. Right? Rice. 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 rice says. Who says rice? I don't know. Just like regular brown or white rice. So what, you make rice and then you just leave it there and you let it sit? <laughs> no, I mean. But I, it starts I, to get hard if you leave it out. I just. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. No. Shut up. Shut up. Come on. Deepa, thank Thank you, right? <laughs> Strike that from the record. Uh, Brayden, what food do you think um, is best eaten at room temperature? I mean, I've asked this question to so many people, and the best one I've gotten is cashews. Cashews? What? Who in the hell is putting <laughs> cashews into either oven or fridge? <laughs> what? Who's war- like... <laughs> you know what? In his defense, cashew nut chicken, the cashews are hot. No, okay, but let's just say a handful of cashews. Yeah, so random. <laughs> you put your cashews in the fridge? It's not me. It's the person I asked. Who they, puts their nuts in the fridge? Shut up, Shem. <laughs> I'm just, Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, okay. So I think that um, nuts and apples, I guess, right? <laughs> like, that's what we've all agreed on. I don't know. Uh, uh, thank you so much, Braden. <laughs> no problem. All right. Peace out, man. <laughs> See you. I can't believe he said cashews. <laughs> It starts to get hard if you leave it out. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Okay, so I found this topic online. If you want to get in on this, 925-555, you can always call us at 416-870-8888. But I immediately thought of you, Roz, <sighs> when I read this. Because that reaction right there yeah. is what I feel you would give as a response, if you were in this situation that many people have been replying about, okay? Mm-hmm. And we're talking about obnoxious neighbors. Okay. And a lot from this article are either screenshots mm-hmm. from, like, Facebook message groups for a community of people that live, like, in the same neighborhood or legit notes, letters that were left on the person's front door. Okay, I get you. So one person got this letter left on their front door. It wasn't written. It was like typed out, printed. Okay? Yep. Simply reads, congratulations. 
You mowed. That's twice so far this year, I believe. <laughs> Can you keep it up? Maybe weekly or at least every other week? Oh your neighbors would be very grateful if your house did not look like it was abandoned. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> yep. Sounds like a note I, Matthew and I would yep. leave. Yeah. Oh, and that's the other thing. These are things that Maury oh, and Matthew would probably have done this. hundred percent. Say to Such, other people in their condo. We yeah. made a fake police letter once. That's so oh, we have not forgotten about that one. That's morning. a crime. Yeah. Um, <laughs> in this one condo unit, <laughs> someone, a neighbor, called the homeowner association. Yes. To complain about this loud noise because this woman had like a bunch of kids in her backyard. So the neighbor thought that she was running like an illegal um, daycare. Oh. Because the kids were running around, jumping in the pool, playing in the playground, just being loud, yeah. right? So the lady, the homeowner, put up on the gate for her backyard, like to get into the, the backyard, the entrance. This is not a daycare. I just have kids. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And they like to play with other neighbor kids. Oh, my God. People are so busy. Right? They're so busy. Another person wrote in a Facebook group. Are you ready for this? Yeah. Neighborhood dress code? Neighborhood dress code? Has anyone thought about the positive impact on property value that enforcing a neighborhood dress code might have? I'd feel more comfortable if I knew what to expect to see when I went out every day. I imagine that could make our value skyrocket over the next 12 to 19 months. Happy to get on a Zoom call together for anyone interested in pursuing this with me. Let me hear from you. But I'm just wondering what the dress code would be. Pro like something real tight, right? Like, oh, no, I, don't, I, don't, I don't mean like tight. I just mean conservative. Yeah. Like right? white polo and khakis. Yes. No yes. hoodie. No, yeah. Yeah, no, no baseball hats. No, no uh, tube tops. Right. Definitely no tube tops. No spaghetti tops. straps. Right. No. Yeah, exactly. No bathing suits outside of the pool area. Mm -hmm. Right, I get all, I get all that stuff. Um, somebody left for Halloween a letter on everyone's door, all the neighbors' doors, yeah. right, where it says mandatory participation from, and then they blocked out the name of the community. Mm -hmm. All residents in the blocked out community uh, are obligated to hand out candy on October thirty first for Halloween. Yeah. At the start hour of 8 p.m. to midnight. Oh. 8 p.m.? Yeah. An act of bringing life back to our community <laughs> now that the pandemic of the coronavirus 19 is over. I plan to see all my blanked out neighborhood residents this Halloween night as I myself will be participating in the spirit of Halloween, going door to door, trick or treating and introducing myself to all my residents. First of all, don't like, introduce yourself on Halloween. Okay, there's too much going on. I don't want to meet new friends on, on Halloween. Again, these are obnoxious neighbors. Um, people are sharing what some of the, the, the messages that they've been getting from some of their neighbors that just need to straight up mind their business. You see this in TV shows all the time uh, that take place in America because we don't really have homeowners associations up here. Like right. if you live in a condo, you have the condo board, you have to do all that. But that's like living in a house where you have a condo board. Right. Where they're like, they, you get a fine from the homeowners association if you don't mow your lawn. Yes. Like if you leave your, your pumpkin on your stair for too long, long after halloween like you get yes you get fines uh, this one was left uh, in another facebook message group the title reads please stop cooking oh <laughs> the message reads 
I can smell the cooking and it triggers my oh. undiagnosed allergies. Oh undiagnosed. my God. Please do not cook <laughs> your food, but instead opt for foods that do not require cooking, like carrot sticks and grape nut seeds. <laughs> if cooking is absolutely necessary, please consider the following options. Not cooking or Heating food naturally. <laughs> naturally? <laughs> what is happening with yeah, the sun? Over the fire. <laughs> idea. Like you sit on it? Uh, and finally, I'm going to read this one last one to you guys, okay? okay? Yeah. Obnoxious neighbors. This was a message that was left in another community Facebook group. Okay. It bothers me that my neighbor takes a shower between 9 and 11 p.m. I asked her to shower early and she does not obey me. It is very late and the sound of the shower takes away my peace. What do I do with it? You know, as a condo person, I get I can hear when my people upstairs shower and pee, and it drive and it bothers you though. When somebody no, takes I, a shower, no, no, it doesn't bother me. But I I can hear the shower and I hear their stream of pee. <laughs> That's what? So- How thin are your walls? It's like paper mache. Bro. <laughs> Bro, I think it's somebody living in your place that you haven't found yet. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> I really do. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Ah, those obnoxious neighbors, the ones that just Come can't mind their own damn business. I've never had a war with a neighbor, I don't think. Never. Tr- I was trying Neither to think about I. that. Like, I don't, like, an actual, like... We've called the... Uh, we've, we've had... Oh, you call, we know. Bro, we know. We know you we call know, the cops we and, just and, last and security week, I know. and we know. on every single person well, in your building. I had a neighbor last week that left his, like, half-eaten food in the hallway because he thought it was a hotel. So? And? Yeah, but I, I Is had it preventing to... you from walking no, to the I elevator? don't want bugs, so I called security. Bugs! <laughs> I'm sorry, but meat on a carpet is like the sign for bugs. First yeah. of all, don't ever say those words yeah. like that again. Uh, okay. Deepa, <laughs> yeah. since you and your husband moved into your... It's a townhouse, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. In that complex. Yeah. Last year, mm-hmm. have you guys come across any obnoxious neighbors? Not obnoxious, but I almost had beef with one of them because... Mm. Um, do tell. She had asked um, Bilal for help with changing her tires, and she was like, I'll take you to dinner after. And I was like, Mm-mm, that's my man. He's got a wedding ring on his finger. But she was a lovely. Is she married um, too? What did you actually say? I was like, I don't think I said anything. No, at you all. didn't say anything. But <laughs> <laughs> nice. well, you see how Diva was trying to flex, and then right, yeah. and then right out, she's like, oh, but she's so lovely. Yeah, she's so lovely. <laughs> <laughs> maybe she just genuinely needed help switching the tire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, right? maybe. But you don't need to take him out for dinner. <laughs> uh, that's a nice thing to do. I wouldn't mind that actually. We're Just getting a couple true. of texts. My neighbor banged on our front door at 8 p.m. for our quote ratchet music being too loud. We were watching Encanto. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ross, what about your neighbors, Ross? I, I don't, man. I don't. I'm I'm cool. Man, you think Ross knows any of his neighbors? No, or is Ross the one they're complaining no, about? I, no. Probably. I, don't, I, I keep to myself, man. I'm like... I don't. I even get like anxiety when I see Catherine and the sun's gone down and she goes in the backyard in a house coat and busts out the leaf blower. <laughs> right? I get I get anxiety about that because I'm like because I think she's gonna piss people off. Right? Oh, no. Like yeah, yeah. You don't think yeah. like all the neighborhood kids walk by and they look at the house and they're like, "Old man Weston lives there. Don't step on the grass." Wow. Well, I'd rather talk Weston. about meat on the carpet. Again. <laughs> I don't deal with any of this. A couple more texts. Obnoxious neighbors. Um, I was the one that had to call the town on my neighbors the because town. yeah because they had a jungle in their backyard another person said speaking of cooking because i was reading some of these other um 
comments from people from this thread that I found where one person didn't like the fact that their neighbor was cooking so much and had asked, hey, can you not cook with so many ingredients? Right. So this person that replied said, speaking of cooking, my neighbor needs to stop cooking. She stinks up the entire building and opens her door. So the smell reeks right through our entire building and into my apartment. I swear. Oh, I'm not going to read this part. Oh. What she's cooking, but uh, <laughs> oh it's just not nice. Yeah. Oh, racist. Okay. Racist. Huh? Uh, 925 yeah. or you can call 416-870-8888. <laughs> Hi. Um, so... I actually had a neighbor <laughs> try and get me and my my mom arrested because we uh, walked on their driveway and uh, we were quote unquote trespassing. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, walking across their driveway to get to like your home? No, so we have a shared driveway, so like there's no divider. Oh. So originally it started because like they like we live next to a rental house, mm-hmm. and um, sometimes we would just kind of drive on their driveway to jockey our cars and then I guess she got really upset about it and um one day kind of like accosted my mom like she's um so she actually like yelled at my mom one time and cut and like cursed at her and then later on when I got home from school because I was in university at the time she uh yelled at me she was standing outside on the phone and then she yelled at me and then she called the police and the cop knocked on my door and was like I don't know you but um I can tell you that I already like you and your mom like your neighbor doesn't really like me that much. And like, she actually told the neighbor or the, the police officer that if we continue to do it, she pound our faces in. Oh, wow. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then he's like, well, if you do that, then I'm going to take you to jail. So that was like one of the very many feuds that we got into, but it was just funny. Cause, um, later on. So, uh, we ended up having a house fire. Thankfully, like everything was fine. Like everyone was safe. Uh, the house was still intact. It was just, uh, a, a room that caught on fire. But um, we were staying in a, a, a townhouse that insurance put us in. So while we weren't there, they were jockeying on our d- driveway. And then when we moved back, my mom noticed that they were doing it. So she had, like, asked them not to. And then she got all defensive. And she was like, I thought we put this in the past. Yeah. And my mom was like, it's just the principle of the matter. Like, you made such a big deal and you called the police on us, which apparently she didn't tell her boyfriend about or her friends Mm -hmm. because we have like mutual friends. Like I went to school with one of her girlfriends and she actually, (laughs) she's like, Oh yeah, your mom made such a big deal about it. I'm like, Oh, did she tell you about how she made the big like, the big deal first? And like, just never ending, never ending. (laughs) Damn. Well, thank you so much for sharing with us. No problem. Thank you. I'll take care. Bye-bye. The Roz and Mocha show podcast. Podcast. (laughs) <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, a round of applause for our very own Deepa Prashad. Deepa Prashad. Oh, Deepa Prashad. Oh, round of oh, applause. Round of applause. Know what the hell we're applauding for? But I'm in. Uh, Deepa wasn't that long ago. Uh, told us on the show that one of her life's goals was to learn how to drive a uh, stick. Yes. Right. 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 Mm-hmm. And guess what? She started. Yay! Oh yeah. Where'd yeah. You, who drives? Yes. Where'd you get the car? Um, we got it from a family friend. I've been driving stick for about about two years, two years now, yeah. and I haven't given up on it, so it's been a journey. You've been but, practicing uh, for two years. You haven't been fully been driving. For two well, years. yeah, practice, like, including that time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so about two years with a with a manual car. And nice. um, on Instagram, where I saw the video, getting a lot of love. I mean, somebody did diss your ride, though. Being like, yo, eight-year-old Civic. <laughs> <laughs> it's older than that. I'm, I was very oh. happy about the eight-year-old part. <laughs> oh, so you didn't even correct them on that. <laughs> Uh, but yo, you're saying um, some people were actually being mean to you about driving stick. Yeah. So the reason that I posted this video is because I get hate on F1, like all my F1 videos, because people are like, oh my gosh, she doesn't know how to drive with two arms on a wheel. So then I posted this video 
in response to that, like I responded to the person and I was like, yeah, the reason I don't know how to drive with two hands on the wheel is because I'm busy shifting gears. <laughs> so I thought it was savage. And I was like, oh my God, people are going to find this so funny. Do you have to shift gears in the F1 game? No. Well, you have paddle shifters. Oh, so paddle. Oh, oh I got hands. you, got you, yeah. got you, got you, got you. Um, but then, well, I, I would say for the most part, like going through the comments on your, on your, uh, on your IG, everyone's like super proud. Mm-hmm. People are like, nothing like driving stick. I miss my old car. Another person said you're finally driving a real car. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. But um, there's some people that were like, they just weren't happy with what I posted. And they're like, oh, why don't you show us you driving from a full stop and getting into gear oh, one? God. And I'm like, I, so I don't understand what you think. Do you think that like halfway through this video, my husband started the car for me and we switched seats and then no, I just I continued think that, on? I think that like, they think that you stalled it three times before you got to, to where you were filming. Oh, my God. I right? stalled. I haven't tried, like, my buddy Ryan tried to teach me, like, forever ago. Yeah. And I stalled so many times. Right. I just got discouraged. I, I just never tried. tried. Man, I tried once, and yeah. then I was it. When you're driving up a hill and you see that light turn yellow. Oh, right? my God. I hit, my heart starts racing. I've rolled back so many times. Yeah. How do you go from brake gas thingy thing? Huh? Like you only have two feet. But you, yeah. So there's three pedals. Because well, you don't. Hopefully, Jesus, Maureen. I don't think you're thinking that you use all three of those at the same time. <laughs> I've never. <laughs> I've literally never done what Deepa did. I've yeah, never tried. Feet, yeah. And then your left arm. Yeah. Your left hand. You, you turn your foot <laughs> sideways and you slam on the gas and the brake at the same time, and then you pump the clutch. That makes sense, right? Uh, yeah. yeah. Maureen's yeah. like, I have no idea what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> Kia have you gang, ever tried, Jim? <laughs> Kia gang, man. You can meet oh. yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I forgot. I forgot. Yeah. Sean likes to flex with a Kia XL. Yeah. <laughs> Forte XL. Oh, oh, stand oh, all day, gang, gang. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Yo, Gavin, what's going on? I have a question for you mm-hmm. about your book. This is going to take forever. Oh, it's about my book. Okay, cool. Go ahead. <laughs> we have all the time in the world for my book. It's called A Little Bit Broken. On sale now. Makes a perfect Christmas gift. I'm on page 291. Um, actually, I got your book um, a month ago for my birthday. Okay. I was really interested in the book, mm. and I saw it on sale in a Walmart near me, and I immediately said that that's what I wanted for my birthday. Cool, man. And I was wondering when I was looking wait, at the how, cover, Wait, wait, wait. Pause. How much on sale was it? Uh, I don't remember. Mm. I think he means on sale as just like they were selling. I don't know, man. Mm. I saw somebody they put a thirty percent off sticker right on my Already? face. I wasn't. No, that's <laughs> yeah. how books are. Books are. Books are. They they start the discount the day it goes on sale. Don't they have to ask oh. your permission? No, they don't. It's not up to me. Anyway, man, what's your question? Sorry. As I was looking at the cover, mm. I noticed that you put your name over your eyes, and I, I was wondering if there's any sort of like big symbolism behind that. You know what's crazy, dude? Is um, I had a whole video that I recorded uh, that I was going to release where I talked about the cover of the book and designing the cover of the book uh, because publishers don't let authors design their book covers, right? They just don't. Um, But I fought like hell and then I got to design my own book cover. And it's interesting. I had like 50 different versions of that cover with that picture and words placed in all in all different areas. And I had about 20 of them printed out and I laid them all out on the table and they were there for about a week. And I would come in and I would look at them and I just wanted to see which one caught my eye, which one I felt the most comfortable with. And most of them were the words either sort of, you know, my name was above my head and then the title of the book was below it. But you could see my face and 
during this time, I was also deep into the editing process of the book. And I was reading the book like I was I was reading the entire book every two days for about two weeks. Right. So I was like really, really into the book. And I started getting incredible anxiety Mm. that I was saying too much. And I walked into the room one day and I had one cover that was done with my name on it, but my name was sort of going the other way and you couldn't see my eyes. And because of the anxiety that I was going through, the only then version of the cover of the book that I was comfortable with was actually covering up my eyes because I was like, I felt too exposed I couldn't be that exposed on the cover and then that exposed inside the book. And so I, I, I called the publisher back and I was like, I'm going to send you a version of the cover and this is the cover that I want to go with. And then it took a lot of convincing, like a lot. There was a, like, this is three weeks worth of discussions on how I wanted to cover up my eyes on the cover. And, and uh, it was because I felt too exposed on the cover of the book. And most people, when they, you know, if a publisher says to you, you know, we're, we want to, you want you to write a book for us and we want to put your face on the cover. Very few authors will ever say, yeah, but you have to cover up some of my face or you have to cover up some of my eyes. It's a very weird thing for them to hear because most people are just super ego driven. But for me, there was no version to the only way that I was going to release this book is that if my eyes were covered. I think that's really interesting, actually. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's funny. And then I made this whole video talking about this and then I felt too exposed even making the video. So I didn't post it. Was there any version of the cover with you shirtless? Um, no, there was no version of the cover of me shirtless. I, I wore the same outfit, but like, I have a couple pictures of like me, like with like a, a hat on and stuff like that. Like we did a whole photo shoot for it. Right. And I was like, this is ridiculous, man. I can't wear it like this. I can't Can wear you like release it. alternate covers so we could see them. It's not up to me. It's not no, up to no, me. No, no, no. I don't mean in, in the books, right? It's me on your social. Oh, um, so we could say here were the old, I think that's a great idea. Don't yes. you, Gavin? Yeah. I do think that would be pretty cool to see the sort of process. You have two likes right there. Yeah, that's great. That's great. Shem too. Ross uh, on the top hat or like a. No, not a top hat. <laughs> Shem for God's sakes. <laughs> and, and monocle? Yeah, no, monocle. No, hey. it was like, hold on. Let me see. I, I may. Yeah, just, she, just yeah. you shut up. A little bit broken. <laughs> hold on. Just stop for one second. Hold on. I, I'm going to, I'm going to, okay, here, hold on. I'm going to show this picture to. Um, I'm going to show it to Shem. Hold on here. Do I even have it? I don't know if I have it. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Hold on here. Maury, I need you to uh, okay, look away from like your to, camera. I want to see this No, too. look away from your camera. I'm not showing you. Why? Because I don't want your opinion on it. What if I just keep my mouth no, shut? No, no. Close your eyes, please. Turn, turn your back to the camera. Turn your back. Turn your back. So that's the picture right there, Shem. Oh! No, I have to see now. I have to see. Yo! You can't do that Should I me. post that? <laughs> what? Yeah? Let me tell you something. That's me? Yeah. Woo. DMs. Yeah. On <laughs> fire. <laughs> Maybe I'll give it to you. You can post it. Can I? <laughs> yeah. I, I want to see the photo. All right. Uh, Gavin, man, Yo. thank you so much for the call, dude. Uh, of course. Anytime. Right on, bro. Take oh, care. Oh, what I just wanted to mention. Yeah. Um, I live like five minutes from the, uh, from Ros Weston Way. In Acton? Yeah. Yeah? Keep it nice and for me. I think that you're... This your depiction of Acton is absolutely spot on. This place has not changed. No, eh? No. <laughs> no, not at all. Yeah. yeah, just enough and nothing to get you into trouble. Exactly. Yeah, man. I gotcha. I hear you. Thanks, Gavin. Anytime. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. 
Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Hey, Amanda, what brings you to Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life today? My husband hates my job. Oh, Damn. Uh, you wrote us this. Razamoka fixed my life. I've been a flight attendant for almost 17 years, and I love my job. I've been doing my job since before we met. He loved it in the beginning and still loves the perks of my job, but hates it when I actually have to work. He's the best husband and the best dad. He just doesn't like what I do. Uh, maybe he just misses me too much when I'm gone. Uh, what do I do, or is it time for me to find a new job? How long have you guys been together? We've been together for just over 15 years. We'll oh, be married 15 wow. years in January. January. Yeah. You've been a flight attendant this whole time? Absolutely. Jeez. And how has it been for you? I like it. It gets really hard managing schedules because I don't get Christmas off. I don't get holidays off. Mm -hmm. I don't get weekends off, but I only work 13 days a month. So I get a lot of downtime off that I get to spend with my kids and my family that a lot of other people wouldn't get to do. And do those 13 days a month off sort of line up with his schedule? Not Well, sometimes. It it depends on the month, but not usually. A lot of my days off are during the week. I try to work during the week, uh, sorry, on the weekend so that I can be there for my kids during the school week. And so he was cool with this for a real long time. What changed? Um, I don't know if he was ever 100% cool with it. There was never a conversation when we had kids that I would ever stop doing this. And I don't know if he maybe thought I would or in when the kids were little, like my kids are 14 and 12 now. Mm -hmm. But when they were little, that's when it was really hard. It's not they, they don't need us as much these days and it's easier for me to be away and they can look after themselves. Um, so to me, like the hard part is over. <laughs> this well, is like, should be a little bit easier. Sure. But not for him though. Right. Of course. No. And I give him all the credit in the world. I wouldn't be able to do my job if it wasn't for him. So he allows me to get to do what I want to do. Obviously you talk to colleagues. How have other people, yeah. how have other people got over this? Because I'm sure that this is not a unique problem to you guys. Um, a lot either can't keep a relationship yep. going or um, they have a lot of family that live close by that are able to help mm-hmm. or their husbands also travel for business. There's a lot of it, it's all it ranges. But, yeah, a lot of people have the same issues and they go through the same things and need answers just like I do. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I know when you Google, because I did right before we jumped on the phone, like, how, yeah. do you, how do you make a relationship with a flight attendant work? And uh, a lot of the things that come up are trust issues. Yeah. And I don't know if that's a thing at all. Like, you I, seem like you have a pretty decent marriage from everything you've said. Like, are there trust issues? We have a really great relationship. Um, trust issues, I don't think it comes between, like, us, but it's the stereotype of the job. Um, when I was doing when I was doing both jobs, when I was doing this show here with Mocha, and then I was also doing E.T. Canada, when Rox was real little, I was doing E.T. Canada, this show, and then traveling most weekends, right? And so I yeah. was working 13 and a half-ish hours a day out of the house for like 14 or 15, and then on Friday, I'd get on a plane and go to L.A. and not come back until Monday, uh, Sunday night. Right. Yeah. And it was tough. Like it was really, really tough. And I knew that I couldn't sustain that schedule forever. 
Yeah. Right. And I, and I told her that I, I knew I couldn't sustain that schedule forever. And then I kept going back on sort of my word about how I was going to cut back on the, on the TV show stuff. Eventually I had to, eventually I started um, working less days and I took less money yeah. for it. And yeah. eventually I stopped traveling and then the pandemic hit and I didn't travel at all. And realizing how much of life that I had actually missed, even though Roxy's like 12 years old now, but just yeah. how much life I had missed, I knew that there was no way that I could go back to ET Canada and be normal, yeah. right? There was just, yeah. there was, there was no way I needed to, I needed to make a change. And I'm not saying that, you know, you may get to that point, but you got a relationship that you have to maintain. And yeah, if I'm absolutely. doing, if I'm doing something that Catherine is indifferent to, I'm okay with that. But if I'm doing something that can, that is actually sort of making her miserable, um, I have to take that into consideration. And I, and I never yeah. looked at it. I never looked at it as she was pressuring me to leave ET Canada because she never would pressure me to yeah. do, to, to do something. But I think that, you know, when you need to cut back and I, and I, yeah. and I think that the problem is though, is you need to figure out what changed. Well, in the beginning, it was fun. We had no kids. We could travel whenever we wanted. Travel was cheap. It was fun and exciting. And we don't get to use the perks as much as we used to. Yeah. And so it's almost like it was kind of worth it before and maybe not as much now. Um, the other thing is like, I've thought many times about quitting and starting a new job and starting something new and exciting, but I, I love my job mm-hmm. so much. I love my to. job, the, the seniority I have, the, all the perks and the time that I do get to spend, spend with my kids is amazing. I get to go on all their field trips and all that kind of stuff that a lot of parents don't get to do. Mm-hmm. And I just, I'm, I'm worried that if I was to leave, my job and find something else that I'd end up resenting it yeah, and I, re- possibly resenting a hundred percent. And you, that. and you will absolutely. I just think that, yeah. that you, you have all of these benefits, right. And yeah. you feel that you, you know, you're living a great life and you love your job and you got seniority and you get to go on class field trips and everything else. None of the things that you just mentioned right now about why you love that job. Did you mention your husband? That's true. Yeah. And I think that that's what he sees. Oh, possibly. Yeah, I've never thought of it that way. But yeah. Right. I think that all I the... I look at I, it from the mom, not the I, wife. I, I think that all the benefits that you see, you're looking at it through the, the sort of mom lens, and which is fine, yeah. which is fine, but you're not looking at any of it through the, through the, the wife lens. And you literally yeah. just listed five reasons why you love that job, and not one of them had involved you know, time with your husband. I think that he sees that. And I think that even if you just maybe have a conversation with him, that may be a difficult conversation, but I think that you need to acknowledge that. Yeah. No, you're right. Yeah. I think I just need to indulge it more. I do. Because I, I, do. I do acknowledge it and I do give him all the credit. And I'll tell anyone who listens that he's such a great yeah. dad and that he, I get to do what I, I want. I know, but you're telling every, so you're amazing. telling, I know, yeah. but you're sitting here going, I will tell anybody who's listening, but we're not the ones yeah. that need to hear it. I know. I know. He's the one yeah. that needs to hear it. No, I know. Tell him. <laughs> Yeah, I do. I do have to tell him more. Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. Perfect. Okay. okay. Hope that helps. All right. Thank you for your help. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life on Kiss. You see uh, this clip of The Rock, my boy, <laughs> out at 7 Eleven in Hawaii, yeah. Hawaii, paying it, paying it back. Yeah. Uh, the story that The Rock told for years on years is that when he was dirt poor, couldn't afford anything, but still wanted to work out and still had to like get his wrestling training and football training uh, in every single day, he would go to a local 7-Eleven store and he would steal a Snickers bar because it gave him that sugar. It also gave him the protein. And he's always wanted to kind of pay back. So we went back in this video, he went back to that 7-Eleven and grabbed like a bunch of paper bags and started loading up the paper bags with all the Snickers that they had in stock 
<laughs> off the shelf. Yeah. And then takes it up to the counter, and this poor guy b- behind the desk has to then ring in each one, like scans each individual <laughs> Snickers bar while The Rock is standing there telling the story. And then other people are in the store, and The Rock's like being generous and nice and saying, hey, what are you buying? You know what? I got it. I'll take care of it for you. Right? So here's that. Video. I have been waiting decades to do what I'm getting ready to do now. Hey, where's your Snickers? When I was 14 years old, every day I used to stop here at this 7-Eleven and steal a king-size Snicker bar because I couldn't afford to buy one. That was my pre-workout food. I did that for almost a year every day. I had to come back and buy every Snickers bar on those shelves. What's your name? BK. Ring all these up. BK's like... <laughs> so this is the part where the guy's like ringing in every single one every day. individually. We're doing that. I gotta come back and I have to buy them. You know what I mean? Okay. EK's look, look, listen. I'm trying to count all this. <laughs> I don't need to hear your stories. Go tell Oprah. What are you gonna do? You got it. Oh my God. You want anything? You got anything? How much? Ninety-eight. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. I'm going to leave these here. If somebody looks like they're stealing Snickers, give them these so they don't steal it. Thank you. After decades of me wanting to come back home to 7-Eleven and try and make good, that felt really, really good. I'm out. Snickers and 7-Eleven. So he leaves all of the Snickers that he just purchased right. in the paper bags on the counter and says anyone that comes in that wants a Snickers, just give them to them, right? And he paid... 298 bucks. I but just, I I would just take the Snickers and stick it back on the shelf and sell them twice. You think that guy behind the counter didn't think the exact same thing <laughs> and did the same thing right after? As soon as Is that what out? you would do? Right? And then you could either, I mean, you could. Right? They've already been talented. Thank right? you. So like, yes. If you wanted to, you can just take that on. Also, The Rock said that he went in every day for a year. Okay? The Rock did not buy a year's worth of Snickers. He bought a lot of Snickers. He bought whatever was in stock. But he did not buy a year's worth of Snickers. So what okay? are you saying? He's got to go back? Yes. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. I want to play some for you guys. Yeah. Uh, there's this French dude who lives in the States now, and he went on his very first date with a, an American girl, right? Oh. And he then goes on TikTok and tells the story of how horribly wrong it went. Oh, what, oh. just be because she was an American girl, or just it just happened to be horrible? Uh, it just happened to be horrible. Gotcha. okay. All right? Okay. Uh, now, he's got, okay. you know, super thick French accent. Mm. So I'll play it for you first, and then I have, like, some of the quotes that we can, if you need help, deciphering. Okay. okay? Yeah. Guys, yesterday I had my first date with an American woman. <laughs> oh, he's walking down the street, by the way. He's <laughs> not running away. He's not, he's not running away from her. This guy sounds made up to me. <laughs> that sounds like a cartoon. Guys, yesterday I had my first date with an American woman. <laughs> and it was a disaster. It was an absolute disaster. An absolute disaster. I arrived at the restaurant. First of all, her name is Kimberly. Oh la la, Kimberly. It's not my favorite name, but it's fine, it's fine, you know, she's pretty, you know. So we sit down, we, we take the menu, and, uh, and she looks me in the eyes and she tells me she doesn't eat gluten. But how can you not eat gluten? Gluten is my life. She doesn't eat gluten. Kimberly, gluten is, is croissant. Gluten <laughs> I don't is, believe is, this is guy's French at all. How can no. you not eat gluten? So I'm, I'm, I'm starting to be confused. I'm not going to lie. No. Oh, I look left, I look right. I'm a bit confused in this restaurant. And then I'm like, okay, I'm going to 
have some glass of wine, you know, like chill a little bit, you know, and so I said, what do you want to drink? And she says, me, she doesn't drink alcohol. <gasps> oh, la, 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 la. how can you <laughs> no, not no, drink no. alcohol in your life, Kimberly? Alcohol <laughs> is joy. Le vin, the wine is the joy. So I'm sorry, I'm sorry if I left. I left the restaurant without saying goodbye. I, I couldn't stay there. I'm sorry, but I can't have a love relationship with someone who doesn't eat gluten and doesn't drink wine. I'm sorry, Kimberly. No. First of all, what French person is going to make a TikTok and put French music behind it? Yeah, come on. Oh, I'm looking at a picture of this guy. What's the guy's name? It's uh, Renan. Yeah. You don't think Definitely it's real? Orange. I don't know. It sounds like the Tinder Swindler. <laughs> it, it, it does, <laughs> right? Right? <laughs> yes. I'm looking at a picture of him in like some real fancy place, and he wow. has got one, two, three. Oh, he's got like, he's got like three long buttons from the top. Like his shirt is oh. wide open, which I fully respect, and that to me says that the guy might actually be French. He, yeah. <laughs> definitely. The way he wears a shirt is definitely French. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know. Like, it just seemed to me like the whole thing was, like, very... So he had, he had a problem with her name being Kimberly, but it's okay. He'll test out the date anyway. Yeah. He didn't like the fact that she didn't like gluten because he loves gluten. And then he loves alcohol, but she well, does not he's, drink. He's French, right? It's all it's all. Le vin, wine. the wine is the joy. <laughs> right? It's all, it's all, I don't know. Play, play no. some of the beginning of this guy the again for me. The wine is the joy. Okay, guys, I need, I need to know if he's a I had my first date with an American woman. This is my favorite part. <laughs> and it was a disaster. It was an absolute disaster. An absolute disaster. I arrived at the restaurant. First of all, her name is Kimberly. It's not my favorite name, but it's fine, it's fine, you know, she's pretty, you know, so we sit down, we we take the menu, and uh, and she looks me in the eyes and she tells me she doesn't eat gluten. But how can you not eat gluten? Gluten is my life. Kimberly, gluten is is croissant. Gluten is, is, is baguette. How can you not eat gluten? So I'm, I'm, I'm starting to be confused, I'm not going to lie. Oh. I look left, I look right, I'm a bit confused in this restaurant. And then I'm like, okay, I'm gonna have some glass of wine, you know, like chill a little bit, you know. And so I said, like, what do you want to drink? And she says, me, she doesn't drink alcohol. <gasps> oh, okay, la, la, okay. la, 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 how can you not <laughs> drink alcohol in your life? Okay, so he's a, he, this guy's an actor, right? He is? We, we know that, yes. Yeah, but he moved to France with his family when he was five. He was born in Brazil, so maybe if he moved to France when he was five, Maybe he picks up this heavy accent. Come on now. Let me read to you guys some text that we're yes, getting. Yes, please. Yes. Frenchie's a fake. LOL. Still funny, though. <laughs> Another person said, that French that French is fake as F. <laughs> My brother's girlfriend is from France. She doesn't sound like that. Mm. No. Another text says, there's no way this guy is real. <laughs> a French guy would not use, quote, like mid-sentence. That comes to us from Jenny. Le vin, the joy. I'm looking at his. Have you seen his Instagram yet, Maury? Uh huh. I had no idea. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Hold yeah, on. It was a only. It was only a matter of time. Hold on a second. What? It was what? only. It was only a matter of time. That's what everyone's dream man looks like. What's the guy's name on Instagram? Okay, it's uh, oh, here we go. Maury Sherman. Oh. Oh. No. <laughs> also, also, he, by the way, he already has 1.5 million followers. Oh wow. Uh, so Deepa, it is I am. So A I M. Yep. R E N A N. 
P A C H E C O. Verified. Did you look actor, at his story? Actor living in LA. Oh, looking for it. Roz, did you look at his most recent IG no, story? No, why? Just, just do it. No. It's fine, Maury. Your job is to not look at his chest. It's to find something where he's speaking normally. No, but in this story, no I don't need you to do this. I need you to find something on there. Start listening and see if he does this accent on all of his things. He's in a towel. I don't care if he's in a towel. Somebody do some bloody research and find out if this guy's actually French. Le vin, the wine is the joy. Okay, by the way, if you're just joining us, there's there's a, a guy who claims to be French. I say he's not French at all, uh, who says that he, he told a story about going on a date with an American girl, and it was a disaster. And his accent to me sounds totally and completely made up. Completely made up. How can you not drink alcohol in your life? Okay, right? You know, it sounds like it sounds like when Steve Martin was uh, was in the Pink Panther. Oh my God, you're totally right. Right? <laughs> right? That, yeah. that sounds like that sounds like Steve Martin doing a French accent. A hundred percent. Has anybody have you watched any of his stuff, Maury? I'm trying to make it play on the YouTube. But it's tell me, what is what does he sound like normally? I'm trying. I can't hear it. What do you mean? You can't? Has anybody else chimed? Can I'm you trying. watch this stuff? Yeah, I'll watch. Okay, thank you. Somebody sounds like this. Le vin, the wine, That's the not joy. it, jackass. <laughs> Find something else where the man is talking. I need to see if the accent is the same. All his videos just have music on top. Oh, for God's yeah. sake. Come on, it's, man. It's that moment where you got to decide where are we going, you know. This is place, his voice. My place. <gasps> Oh, Whoa, Jesus, Maury. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. I'm watching Blacklist. Blacklist. Good show. Yeah, Rox wanted to watch it. Isn't it Is an old again? show? Yeah, yeah, well, like 20, it started when we started, basically. It started, that, that show started, yeah, Isn't like 2010, 2011, something Who's like that. Who's in that again? James Spader. Oh, Robert California. Yeah. So, yeah. What, explain the show. He's what, an ex-con or something like no, that? No, so he is like a master criminal mm -hmm. and who turns himself into the FBI in episode one, season one, like right in the first minute. He just walks right in the FBI building and gets down on his knees and puts his hands above his head. Mm -hmm. And then he says he's only going to speak to this one FBI agent, classic. Of course. Uh, who's a rookie, classic. Mm -hmm. uh, but you don't know why he's infatuated with this girl. And then what he says is that, listen, I am a criminal mastermind. I'm on your 10 most wanted list. But what I have for you is this blacklist of all these other criminals in the world that you don't even know about. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to help you catch them, but I only talk to this rookie cop. But right? what's in it for him? We don't know. You don't know. Oh. You don't know. Sh look at Shem. Shem knows. I've seen the whole thing. Yeah. There's oh, nine yeah. seasons, Yeah, Roz. Yeah, I know. Oh, wow. Bro, we so have no problem plowing through nine seasons of television. However, Is it done or are they still making new ones? No, done. It's, it's done. But it's a network show, right? So when mm -hmm. you're used to watch, you forget what it's like to watch a network show, man. Uh, especially from 2010, 2011. So when you're used to Netflix and you're used to all these sort of new shows, Yellowstone, everything else, right? Mm -hmm. Even like Wednesday, like all these, all these shows, you're used to what a season is. But when you go back and watch like a network show like The Blacklist from 2011, mm -hmm. Season one has 22 episodes. Oh, oh man. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, a yeah. lot of television. How long are each one? Like an hour? Like, yeah, 46 45, minutes. 45, 45 minutes. minutes. Yeah. You're in for a while. You're in for that's quite, a, the, quite the ride, my friend. That's a lot of television. Yeah. So I guess you didn't, like, click on the, the part that says episodes to see, just out of curiosity. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, so do you pause and watch other shows that you're already also watching, or is yeah. this your commitment? Uh, it's our commitment as a family, right? So like, we well, watch the, girl, the girls won't go ahead and watch... 
before bro we're so into you? the we're so into the blacklist okay Catherine was she had to work the other night mm-hmm. and so she left and didn't get home until seven or something like that and Rox and I had watched like an episode and a half and when Catherine got in she put it back on but where she left off and then Rox and I watched that episode and a again? half with her again oh, and then well, and then that. finished watching uh finished watching what we hadn't wow. seen yet. So you're still on season 1. We're, no, we just started season 2. Oh. We're on okay. like episode 3 season uh season okay. 2. We're done by but, the new uh, year if you plow through during Christmas. Yeah, we're looking forward to it. We're like we got Christmas wow, holidays coming show. up. Yeah, That's yeah. what I did with Succession over last Christmas. Is it? Yeah, it's always yeah. great, man, when you find a show. I had that with Yellowstone when mm-hmm. I when I found oh, Yellowstone. Same. Uh a year and a half ago, whatever it was because it was right before season three started so i had Mm. two full seasons uh to just plow through and then when i finished season three started like the next week or something like that so great a little bit behind you guys but when we started yellowstone was right before they released season four right on at the time it was on uh where was it on amazon on On prime 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 video so we watch everything and we were fully caught up like, yeah. I think the the season finale had just happened, and then, like, a week or two weeks later, they put all the... Everything else was up on, on Prime. Yeah. Um, so we were able to catch up. But now it's like, now you got to wait a week, right? I just read something about Wednesday, because I, I talk all the time about how much I love that show. And mm-hmm. I think that they just said that... Netflix just said that... Uh, the ratings for the viewership for Wednesday just surpassed season four of Stranger Things. Oh yeah, yeah, I think yeah, so. it's still trending like yeah, pretty yeah, high. Yeah, yeah, that looks like a wicked. Like show. it's uh, it's it's really it's really good. Hold on, let me see if I'm if I'm right about that. Um, yeah, Wednesday. Uh, yeah, it just it just surpassed uh, season four of Stranger Things in uh, uh-huh. in most hours most hours viewed, which is bonkers, really. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Hey, Max, what's going on? It's Roz and Mocha. How are you? Hey, Roz and Mocha. I'm good. How are you guys? Are you really good? Why are you reaching out? Um, Well, I'm just wondering, how do you live with somebody who too often makes it seem like you don't do enough? Oh, wow. You were says, hey, hey, Razumoka, fix my life. Uh, I always take care of the dishes, the dog, the laundry, the garbage, and the bathroom cleaning. And uh, when you try to express frustration, they are on the defensive and ask for proof, or they go on the offense and uh, shut you down for something else, maybe a wrongdoing from the past or whatever. Uh, what if this person is your partner that Ooh. you are debating whether you should propose to or leave? I'm not an argumentative person. Okay, so hold on here. Are we talking about, like, your girlfriend? Correct. So what other things, Max, in your relationship are you guys fighting about? Other than this, what other, like, major thing is dividing you right now? I think maybe the major thing would probably be how time is allocated um, to each other versus um, hobbies, let's say. Okay. okay. Like, time like what? Spent together. So yeah. she feels like you aren't de- dedicating time to your relationship because you were doing other things for yourself, like other interests in your life that you're spending time with. Right. Like we have different interests and uh-huh. I think she would want us to do more together versus I'm more of the type where I think it's okay if we do things separately and then we come back and that way we kind of have a, a story to tell. 
right? Okay. When you, when you um, say hobby, when you, you weren't very specific with hobbies. What mm-hmm. are you doing? Well, I just, for example, I'm more into sports. Mm-hmm. And so I'm more involved in the sports world, whereas she's not. What does that right? mean? She, involved like in the you sports play world. a sport or you just like watch a lot of sports? No, no. Like I used to play. I now coach. Okay. And okay. so I'm, I'm been pretty heavily involved within sports for forever for as long as i can remember the reason why i ask what else is kind of causing a rift in your relationship max is because it seems like Mm -hmm. these other things that you're doing that's not the problem she keeps in the back of her mind this one major thing that's bothering her and it's just compounded so she goes back to that expresses her frustrations with that through you not doing enough of the laundry or taking care of the dogs or this or that you know what i mean yeah i hear you but i i'm just because i try to make up for it by doing those things right around the house to show her like in my way that i care for you right and okay, i but, want to alleviate okay, but what are you what are you doing to alleviate the fact that you guys don't spend time together how are you spending time with her well i do maybe i'm not doing enough of it but i do try to plan things where you know we'll go out maybe to a comedy show or um, a movie. Okay, but what are you uh, doing, Max, where you are spending time with her not at a place where you can't talk or connect? You just named two things where you're both sitting there. You might as well be on the couch watching Netflix. You just mentioned two things where you're sitting there. You're in and outside of your home environment, but you're watching something else going on. Somebody else is doing the talking. The two of you aren't connecting at all. You're not doing any talking whatsoever. What is the thing that you two are doing that you can connect on? That's a good question, actually. I think that there's even when I try to get involved to, with the things that she's interested in, it's still that we're around other people. So it's not just us. So what is life like when, you guys, when you guys are just occupying the same space when you're, when you're in the house? What's that dynamic? Mm-hmm. What's that dynamic? Like, what is happening? It, there's often... It's a lot of TV involved. Okay, or you're Either sitting there TV on you're, you're on you're on your phone or your computer, and you're you're working right. on coaching. Either working on coaching or working on work things. But that that's just sort of occupying space together. That's not spending time together. Right. Right. So I think that the frustration is that you guys, even though, and it's uh, it's oftentimes more frustrating. Like if you're out of the house doing something, that's uh, a person can process that. They can understand that. But what's frustrating is that when you guys are both in the same space, but not actually spending time together, that is more noticeable. And that almost hurts more because then they feel ignored and or left out. Mm-hmm. Like that's not, I know to you, okay. you're like, oh my God, we spent all day together. But did you? Right. And then you feel guilty. And so you're like, look, man, I did the dishes. I did the dog. I did the laundry. That's not what she wants. It's not what she's talking about. It's not because of that. She just wants to spend time with you. Not at a movie, not at a sporting event, not at a comedy show, not on the couch watching something on TV. Mm-hmm. She needs mm-hmm. max time. Okay. Yeah. And what you cannot say, dude, okay, is when she's like, oh, my God, you spent so much time doing all this stuff. What you can't say is... Why don't you just go and get your thing? Well, 
if you don't say it like that? Like, how would you? Bro, bro. Oh, my God, you, you said bro, that. Bro, bro. I know you said, said it. I know you said it. Oh, Max. I know you said it. Bro. I know you said it. It's like, I know. another way to say it. Just yeah. don't say that, Max. I know you said it. Don't even. Spend time with your girl. Yeah. Like, I know. I know this situation, man. Work on the relationship by <laughs> right? spending time together. That's all she wants, man. She just wants to She's be not... with you. Okay. Yeah. All right. Spend time with your girl. Okay. Or don't. I got or, you or don't. Or don't. Or don't. No, I mean, I, I, I mean, will. You know, nobody's uh, forcing you to do it. Like, if you, you really, know. if you don't want to, like, if you don't enjoy sitting there talking to her, you know, then don't. But, you know, I, I, I don't think that you can put this on her. Mm-hmm. You know, like, if you dislike spending time with her so much that you fill your days with stuff that is not her, then that's, that's what you need to figure out. Right. No, I think, uh, you know, I didn't see it from, you know, it, her not being frustrated with what I'm actually doing, for example, around the house or the hobbies, but versus it being her, you know, asking without explicitly asking that she wants some time, just her and I. So that's not what, that's not what I was seeing. And, uh, you know, I, I think it's a, it's a, it's obviously important. And I think that's what I was, that I was missing. So, so you're welcome. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate it. <laughs> Don't worry about it, Max. We got you. All the best, bro. All right. Thanks, All right. guys. Right, Later, dude. Love you, too. Later, Later bro. Right. Looking for some advice? Be a part of Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. Text FML to 925 Kiss 925. Hello, hello. It's Roz and Mocha. Who's this? Hey, Mocha. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. It's Tony calling. What's up, Tony? I was watching some TikTok, and I saw Roz on there, and I, I was uh, really impressed uh, by his hair. I thought he had really, really good hair. Thanks, man. Which, uh, which TikTok did you see? <laughs> well, it had to do with the uh, the eye movement, the twitching and stuff. With Tourette's. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I just thought it was a really uh, a good uh, a good segment you put on for the for for the viewers and stuff like that. But you have great hair, by the way. <laughs> thank, oh. thank and, you. And it seems like uh, it's a trend that a lot of. Uh, Males in their 40s are starting to follow, and they're starting to put gray in their hair. So, so it's kept us really busy with work, and uh, yeah. So, hey, what do you mean it's kept you really busy with work? What do you do? You put gray in people's hair? Yeah, we actually do. We actually put uh, gray streaks in people's hair just to they want that look. Bro, you're you're, you're a hairdresser, obviously, right? Yep, yep. Okay, and you are intentionally putting grays in people's hair. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We bleach it out first, and then yeah. we uh, we go in with another color, which is a toner, and then we just put in whether it's a silver. Do you think my gray is fake? No, it's actually real. But a lot of well, people I know. I know <laughs> uh, you know. I hope you know. But uh, yeah, like it, it's becoming a really popular. thing. Wait, are you saying it? It looks so good, real that it could be fake? <laughs> yeah, you can do it. Yeah, it's, it, you can. It, it's done for sure. We we do twenty five, thirty year old girls that put gray in their hair. Yeah, really. Yeah, ask the listeners. They'll they'll be calling you. And they'll do be you like, for sure? Do you ask the women like who are like that young, like a twenty five year old? Let's say yeah. comes in and says that they want gray in their hair. Do you ask them like why? No, I just usually say, "Are you sure?" Mm-hmm. Oh, That's okay. I'm just curious. I'm just curious. Yeah, well, you're playing with people's you're playing with people's heads too. Sometimes. I got accused of um, like dyeing my hair not gray just because my beard is so gray. Oh. And and like and the weird one was is somebody asked me if I colored my mustache because I have a big gray beard but my mustache is still dark. Yeah, right. Like I look like a villain yeah. in some old western. Yeah, but usually the first place to for it to go gray is on your on your chest and on your you know what down there. That's not I the first. 
Usually it is. No, it's yeah, not. Yeah, what do you mean you, usually? You, what are you bro, going around checking? Bro, the head, okay? <laughs> you first get a gray hair on your head. You do not get a gray hair a pube first. Well, because you can't see it. That's why. What do you mean you can't it's see there. it? Maybe you can't. Oh, I can't. I can see perfectly down there. Wow, that's pretty good, man. You must be into yoga. What are you talking about? <laughs> yep, that's all right. It's, it's not a weird. It's not a weird thing to be able to see your own pubes. <laughs> Roz the yogi. <laughs> yeah, you might you might miss one here and there. No, it's so close to your skin, you can't even tell. Close to the skin? It's white. What color are you, bro? Okay, <laughs> okay. Listen, guys. I got a couple gray chest hairs. Yeah. Right, I'll admit to that. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah, I've had a couple gray down there. Sure, I've admit to that. Do people but dye they, the gray down there? They happen way later in life, dude. Uh-huh. That's not the first place. Wow. Well, then nature, I'm, I'm... nature doesn't do that. Nature doesn't make your genitals feel old before they make your face feel old. Okay, <laughs> nature's well, not I'm that not being, cruel. Hey, it's nothing about being having white hair doesn't mean you're going to be old. Oh my god. I, Sure, I got twenty-year-olds that have gray hair. Doesn't mean they're old. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so anyway, um, I I don't dye my hair gray. Well, I did. I didn't say you did. Oh my god. This is what happens just, when some somebody tries to pay me a compliment. I find a way to ruin it. Yeah, I just like I can't I can't just do. accept the compliment and move on. He called and said that he liked my hair mm-hmm. and now I dislike him. Yeah. Uh three minutes ago, all you yes. have to do is say thank you. Right. That's right? it. And I'm incapable of just saying thank you. And then we would That's have just okay. yes. said thanks for That's the call. Okay, have a nice day. Is it okay though? Ross. Yeah. Ross. What? Love you. Oh, shut <laughs> up, dude. Shut up. That's great. You're such a jerk. Bro, thank you so That's much you, for calling in. Oh, hold on. Dare I ask before we let you go between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? It's Mr. Roz. Oh, okay, cool. You know yeah. why, Roz? Why? Because I'm just like you. Oh, God. <laughs> he can't even stomach it. <laughs> Thanks, bro. Take care. Uh, later, man. Okay, ciao. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Love this part of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Hey, Mocha. Yeah. Are you ready? Yes, sir. Let's do the news. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. News break. Uh, is the criticism warranted for Mariah Carey's uh, low energy performance at the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade yesterday? Absolutely not. She it did fantastic. Not. Okay. A lot of people saying that she was super low energy. Mm. Some people saying that at moments it looked like uh, she was forgetting the words to uh, her own song. Mm. And it was a awful lip sync um, uh, performance. Everyone's, okay. First of all, one of my first times ever watching the parade. Yes. My mind was blown at how much everyone lip syncs and how they don't try to hide it. No, everybody lip syncs. No, but I didn't know that. So oh, watching yeah. this was crazy. So compared to everyone else, Mariah did well. Well, but I mean, but when you come on as the the Queen of Christmas and mm-hmm. they they introduce you as yeah. the Queen of Christmas. So we can play a clip. It's just like it just it's, sounds it's like CD. it's just the yeah, it's just the record, right? But this is from the parade yesterday. Here she is, the Queen of Christmas, Mariah Carey. Okay, right? Oh, yeah. no, flawless. <laughs> flawless. Having not watched the parade, yeah. I would say this is, it sounds just like how I hear the song on the radio. Right? Brilliant. Oh, so good. Brilliant. Right. Yes. Uh, but fans uh, were discussing the fact that, that she wasn't moving, but when you actually look at the sort of weirdo little platform that she was on, she really didn't have okay. anywhere to move. But if you go to Mariah Carey concert, she doesn't move their eyes. I know, but that's, it's always been a... I don't go to Mariah a, Carey concert. Yeah, right, yeah. so I'm here to tell you okay. that she did what she always does. Okay, yes, yes, I'm just saying more. I'm, going, right. I'm just yeah, going through God. the reaction, man. I don't want to take it so man. personally. Relax. 
Jeez. You're not related to her, okay? No. I know, but why would anybody take to social media to criticize a wonderful performance? Was it uh, though? Oh, sorry, oh, hold on a second. Take to social media to criticize, bro. Don't First, let anyone go through your timeline. Yeah, she looked great. Okay, she did look great. I'm giving you that. I'm just saying that people were talking about how, even though it was lip sync, it was a lackluster lip sync performance. That's all I'm saying. Okay. But what else is she supposed to I do? I don't know, man. I'm not sure. Uh, do you want Sean Paul was there? Do you want to listen to a little bit of his record? Because he sure. lip synced too. Oh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> really sounds great, huh? Just the way it sounds like on the radio. Oh, hold on. There's two Sean Pauls? Well, he yeah. was ta- he was talking <laughs> into his microphone over the record. <laughs> Sean Paul. Wait till you hear how uh, how they did uh, Dion Warwick dirty. Oh, so no. Dion Warwick's, Warwick's performing, and like right in the middle of it, they uh, um, they do a promo for the dog show. Listen no, to this. No, they yeah. did not. Yeah. Oh, beautiful voice. So far, so good, right? Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Is she also lip syncing? Oh, hell yeah. She was sitting down, too. Yes. Oh. Yeah, yeah, come on. Dion's not going to. You think if all the performers up there are all lip syncing, Dion Warwick's not going to come out? Come on. And that's a rough day for people, too. They've got to go out on the float. they got to get you in the middle of a parade around. Like, where the, oh. when the hell does this happen, Maury? Fast forward a little bit. Oh, my God. How, long, how much Dion Warwick did you put in? One minute. Man. Okay. <laughs> like, where is okay. the part where Ross set in the middle of her performance, like, shortly after? Oh, <laughs> God, man. Uh, Are you never serious? Mind. Never mind. I don't even want to hear it anymore. Um, so there was a, uh, um, a sexy Smokey the Bear balloon. Um, that got uh, everybody hot and bothered, apparently. I don't know if you saw the balloon no. yesterday. The Smokey the Bear balloon was ripped. And, of course, what? Smokey the Bear Smokey the Bear is like, his outfit is like jeans, no shirt, right? Yeah, so already, yeah. already kind of a cheeky, uh, kind of a cheeky look. Oh! But all right. Only you can prevent forest fires. <laughs> right? Yo, why Smokey? I hear Oh, not the curse traps. I know. Smokey out there, like, they gave him, like, they gave him packs. Wow. He's got, yeah. Smokey been working out. Right? Yes. Yeah. So, uh. Come on. <laughs> jeans and no Yo, shirt. Meet me in the forest. And he's, and he's got that hat. <laughs> Yo, ladies, meet me in the forest. Yeah. And he's got that axe. Like, real. You're right. Like, wow. they, they told. <laughs> Why you gotta make Smokey sexy? I know. Right? Yo, I got this nice cabin yeah. up. There, it could just be me and you. Light a fire. Light a fire. Yeah, I know how to do it safely. Yeah. Oh, oh, yes, yes. You're right. You're right. Wow. Yeah, everybody was like, "Man, Smokey the Bear looks buff." I will prevent forest fires, Mister Bear. I promise. Wow.
But yeah, so uh, that was the. Macy's did you see what people did to Leah Michelle on social? No. So what? she opened the parade. Yeah. But people wanted to say how well she did, so they tweeted to her, but only used emojis because that way she because she can't read. Oh my god, that's oh, so mean. No, that's really? That's so mean. <laughs> that's so mean. I'm not gonna laugh at that. That's mean. That's mean. <laughs> you know, I wouldn't have got that at all. Like I never oh, would have got that just because no. I'm. Well, I forget stuff. But yeah, so that was the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Slow day everywhere in the world today just because of uh, American Thanksgiving. Everything does sort of shut down, even though they all, I guess, are supposed to work a half day today after a Thursday holiday. What? Um, We're yeah. in the States? Yeah. Ain't nobody working a half I day. Know, I know ain't nobody working a half day, but like like Wall Street's open, I think, for half a day today. What's the point? Like, I don't know. I don't know. Like they're know. really showing up to Wall Street Bro. after a big Thanksgiving Turkey, yes, yes. mashed potatoes, yes. mac and cheese, yes. all the fixins. All the fixins. Wait, but which half of the day? Maybe they get to no, sleep in and go in later in the no, day? No, 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 it would be no. the morning. Yeah. That's so stupid. Yeah, I know. It's dumb. It's dumb. It's dumb. But no, And nobody does, but that's the sort of norm. Like most people take today as a holiday because yesterday was the holiday. So most people just extend uh, and they got to actually use a holiday day. Damn, yo, when you go day. on Twitter and look up like for a smoke. Oh, there. bro, I'm telling you. People really? are super horny for smoking. Really? Yeah. yeah, I know. The thirst trap. I know, I know. Like, ladies, chill. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Matthew McConaughey, there's so little going on in the world right now just because of American Thanksgiving, but uh, Matthew McConaughey did a video talking about why his family eats Thanksgiving dinner at midnight. What? Yeah, Thanksgiving at our house. We love to barbecue. We love to light a fire in the backyard. And we don't eat early. We can say dinner's at 7 o'clock. But really, the meat will be ready at about 11. Why? Oh, my God. Mainly because my older brother. He doesn't like to grill. He likes to smoke. Why does he like to smoke? <laughs> I mean, on the grill, a smoker? Because it takes so damn long. And it gives him something to do with his cigar and his beer. Sit outside in the backyard... And just kind of look at that smoker. Yeah, he's not really doing anything with it. He's not a chef, but he's kind of looking at that smoker. How are we doing out there, Ruse? Are ready? Oh, no, I think we've got a couple more hours, a couple oh, more no. hours. Well, anyway, he's just biding time so he can sit around and keep chit-chatting with everybody. That's what Thanksgiving is at our house. Thanksgiving dinner, 11, midnight. Oh, my God. Is your lazy-ass brother wants to sit outside smoke and drink? Yeah, because Rooster <laughs> takes forever. <laughs> so good. I'm down with that. Man, My we have such a, like, there's such a divide in my family because Catherine and Roxy, like, if they could, 4.30 every day would be dinner oh, time. And yes. I just can't vibe with that. Yes. Right? I just can't vibe with that at all. I feel like Catherine and Roxy need to just have dinner at, at our place. Yes. Yes. Right? Yeah, like relieve the pressure from from you, I guess. Yeah, I make their, I get them, I get their dinner ready every day, like four thirty, five o'clock. It is the best. Yeah. I love eating early. Yeah, and Catherine and Roxy so can go good. to Mocha's. Yeah, eat dinner at four thirty. Watch a movie. No, yeah. have dinner while do that, and I'll come and. No, Mori, I don't you. want. I'm not. I don't want you at my house. I don't know how else I can say this without <laughs> sounding rude. Like, I've not invited you politely a million times. <laughs> now, now your feelings are hurt, right? I came up with a great plan. That's not a great plan. No, you walked into that one, bro. Yeah, like... 
That's, You're not is, coming over. This is your fault. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I did nothing wrong. I'm not going to stop it's trying. Not, just for the record, I will continuously try. It's not like I used to invite you and then just stopped. I Then I would understand, right? You being like, hey, what happened, man? Like, did, like, did we have a falling out? Did I do something wrong? Like, I could understand that. But that's just not happened. Right? Sure. But you never know what the future holds. I know what the future holds. <laughs> Me eating alone. Forever. At 10.30 at night. <laughs> at 10.30 at night. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Kim Kardashian. I've never felt more seen by a Kardashian than in the latest episode of The Kardashians. Uh-oh. Where Kim describes, because you know I say that I travel with Daddy's Little Helper, right? Which oh, is no. a, which is an empty water bottle, like a big water bottle with like mm. one, like the big opening on it. Like a Gatorade bottle. Like, no, but like a water bottle. No, like the, you oh, know, the you know water, the, like, the, you know the kind, the jug that has uh-huh. the, the white plastic handle on yes, the top. Yes, yes, yes. Right? Yes, yes. Like the big water bottle. Uh-huh. I travel with one of those in the back of the truck in case I'm ever in traffic or in case I'm ever out and I got to pee, right? Uh Because I don't trust myself. I'm like, I don't trust myself in traffic and everything else. And I use it all the time. (laughs) You empty it or throw it out and you start a new jug. No, I just, I empty it out. I give it a rinse and I throw the same jug. You're like, um, you're like a trucker. (laughs) Yes, yes, (laughs) right? right? And I call it daddy's little helper. So Mm -hmm. Kim is talking about what she does. And I guess Kim travels with like a whole kit, one of which is a thermos. Just pee like three times and I bring my pee anxiety does not get the best of me i travel with a cup in the back seat of the car with a ziploc wet wipes my mom almost threw up when she drove me to palm springs i bring like a thermos and she's like i'm going to gag Uh, hold on a second yeah so in my hand i have a thermos you do sir right now you mean to tell me kim kardashian drives around Mm -hmm. with a thermos like this in the back seat of her car in mm-hmm. case she got to pee? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. In case of a pee emergency. Do you know how much pee could fit in here? Yeah. But it's about the it's about the opening, right? Like you need to have a substantial opening so you don't make a mess. Right? That's why I need the I need the big opening. Because when you're driving and I gotta and I gotta balance that oh, thing. Oh yeah. And I gotta opening oh, like this. Oh, that's a small opening. This oh is no, a small no, no, no. That, that's a small opening. Yeah, 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 yeah. All the steam coming out of the top of it. Yeah. I, I swear it's boiled water. Are you sure? It's not pee. It's okay. not hot pee. Okay, it looks that's like that. Here. That's what my bottle looks okay. like. That is steamy. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Uh, will people go and see Emancipation? This is the new Will Smith movie. Uh, will was doing an interview with uh, Kevin McCarthy from um, one of the Fox stations in the States. And, uh, and and he asked him about it, that people are still hesitant maybe to go and see a Will Smith film. And a lot of people came up to me where they're like, I can't wait to see that movie. I'm definitely going. One mm-hmm. or two people go, I don't know if I'm ready yet, obviously, because of what, what happened with the Oscars yeah, yeah. and everything. But what do you tell people if they say, I'm not ready yet, that it's too, too soon or something? Uh, you know, I, I completely understand that. If, if uh, you know, someone is not ready, I would absolutely respect that and allow them their space to not be ready. Um, my deepest concern is uh, my team. The people on this team have done some of the best work of their entire careers. And my deepest hope is that my actions don't penalize my team. Um, So at at this point, that's what I'm I'm working for. That's what I'm hoping for. Uh, I'm hoping that the uh, material, the power of the film, the um, timeliness 
of the story. Um, you know, I'm, I'm hoping that the good that can be done would, you, you know, open people's hearts um, at, a, at a minimum to uh, see and recognize and support the incredible artists um, in and around this film. Wow. So, I mean, what else is he going to say? Totally. Right? Yeah. Uh, he kind of has to say all of that. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Disney is looking to lose a ton of money on Strange World. Uh, Strange World, that animated uh, feature, now registers as one of Disney's worst opening weekends in modern Disney times. Wow, really? Uh, they're looking to lose roughly $100 million on it. It Ooh. only did $18.6 million over the five-day holiday weekend. Uh, it cost $180 million to produce and then tens of millions more in global marketing and distribution fees. Uh, it needed to gross... Three hundred and sixty million just to break even. Oh boy! And uh, and so they're uh, it's a that's yeah it's a that's and a even big... throwing it onto Disney Plus. Let's say in like two weeks, still not, won't even help them. No, well, it will, but not like no, no, no. Not Get what to, they need to, to do. What they need. Yeah. I saw it and I I enjoyed it. Yeah, you know, and I I think that if people go and see it, they'll enjoy it. What? So why didn't people go? That's the. That's I think the because question. Wakanda Forever is still. No, no, no. This isn't. No, it was because no, because original projections said that it was supposed to. It wasn't supposed to do great, think, but but originally they said it was supposed to do forty million, which is still very no, low. There was no like big musical number. Like it just it looked very much like a basic animated film. But the problem is that the message in it is super cool, and that's not portrayed in the trailer. Right. Or I wonder if it's because it's not part of a bigger franchise. No, but neither was Encanto. Oh, and neither, yeah, you know true. what I mean. And and those didn't do great. They, they they really took off. Like like we don't talk about Bruno didn't become a big thing until it was on Disney Plus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. So, uh, but yeah, big loss for uh, for Strange World at the box office. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Hey, Joe, Woo! watch that uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special. I did, and I loved it. So beautiful. What'd you think? I loved it. I thought it was really beautiful. Like, yeah. really, really beautiful. I forgot it was on. Oh, it was so good. Guys, and I have to tell you. Yeah. Oh, you didn't like it, Deepa? What? I don't understand. Oh, wait, 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 wait. oh. What's that? Hello? Okay, something's wrong with you. Deepa's. I forgot. Hello? Cam, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. I can't oh, hear me oh, either. Hold on. There we go. Oh, there hey. We go. So Hello? You didn't like yeah, it, you Deepa? Didn't like it, Deepa? Oh, I just, I thought it was very floofy. I was like, okay, sang some songs, and that was basically it. Um, they sang some songs, and that's basically it. And there was <laughs> lots of Christmas lights. Also, yeah, no that was way. basically it. It's a holiday special. I know. But you watch I thought, TV like a baby. No, I just thought because it <laughs> was noises, like... noises and lights. <laughs> basically, that's what it was. It's like a, it's one of those things you hang over a crib. What are those things called? Oh, <laughs> a oh, mobile. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's what it felt like. <laughs> I was like, cool. Uh, cool story. Uh, <laughs> um, I know, Roz. You recommended and watched Spirited. With Ryan Reynolds and I love that movie. Will Ferrell. You didn't like it? Too long. Too long. Didn't get through the first. I only watched the first 20 minutes and turned it off. Why? I love the them. The first 20? Yeah. I love Ryan Reynolds and Will Ferrell. Yeah. And I know it's a musical. Yeah. But it was just too much singing. Oh, no. But then they go through like a long, like 45 minute break with no singing. 
the the singing is You're really not gonna get my front 45 loaded. Minutes. It's really front loaded. I know it's a musical. It's a musical, right? Like you yes, have to. It ain't my thing. It's not your thing. Mm-hmm. Well, you also suggested yeah. a Christmas story, Christmas. So yeah. we watched that. It, that wasn't that good. No, it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. And can I, I pile on? Great. Go ahead and pile on, Roz. You also suggested the Barbarian and that other Ready or Not, and that was also garbage. Man, you like okay, but I'm telling you, okay, but Sham, I'm telling you right now, like you were the only person that didn't like Barbarian, so I would be quiet if I were you. I didn't like. I know, but you don't like that stuff either, though. I didn't like. Like Barbarian. Barbarian is great. It's a great uh, horror movie. You like O for three, my guy. No, no, no. Oh. You are you are bad for taste, my guy. Shem's <laughs> <laughs> oh, on the floor right now. Great way to start a Monday morning. <laughs> Sorry, Shem. <laughs> Ziva, pick him up off the floor. Yeah, can I, can I use the mic? He's actually hurting right now. <laughs> That's the best drop ever. Can we just go back real quick? I got a text. I want to read. Yes. This is just to me. My boy Sharan just texted in about your recommendations, Roz. Okay. Right? Yes. Tell Roz he has been 100% bang on. Bang oh, on. Yes. On his recommendations, starting with Ted Lasso. Bang on. Bang on, on, they say. That's what they call me. Bang on, Roz. Bang on. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. On, yeah. No, they don't call me Bang on Rod. You think that? Whoa. Okay. Nobody's nobody's calling yeah. me nobody's calling me Bang on Rod. Stop laughing at that. That's not funny. I see what you do with your free time. Now you're not me see anymore. Shut up, Shem. <laughs> Shut up, all of you. No, 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 it's not bang on like rise. I love you, it. I love if it. To, if you want to escape smooth, cool dude, <laughs> yes. you have to accept bang on rise. First of all, it's one or the other. First of all, if, is there another way that you could have said that rather than I have to accept bang on rise? Right? That is just about the worst yeah. way. No, no. It's, it's one or the other. Okay, that's great. Feel free to text. Text, no. I, I hope your phone falls out the window. Right? Yeah, stop it. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Kim Kardashian uh, <laughs> broke her silence on the Balenciaga scandal, but still refusing to cut ties with Balenciaga. This after uh, that ad campaign with kids with uh, teddy bears and bondage gear, and then a whole lot of other stuff that came Ooh. out about their ad campaigns. Kim said, uh, I've been quiet for the past two days, not because I haven't been disgusted or outraged by the Balenciaga ad campaigns, but because I wanted an opportunity to speak with their team to understand for myself how this could have happened. Uh, As a mother of four, I have been shaken by the disturbing images. Uh, The safety of children must be held with the highest regard and any attempts to normalize child abuse of any kind should have no place in society, period. As for my future with Balenciaga, I am currently reevaluating my relationship with the brand, Mm. um, basing it off their will willingness to accept accountability for something that should never have happened to begin with and the actions I'm expecting to see them uh, take to protect children. So not cutting ties. I don't know what it would take then to cut ties with Balenciaga. But what did they say to her? Uh, well, that she didn't say that. Oh. Uh, but Balenciaga did launch a $25 million lawsuit against the producers of those ad campaigns. Huh. Uh, including the ones that the uh, the the bondage teddy bears, uh, the Balenciaga said that they uh, brought the suit on Friday against a production company called North Six Inc. and the set designer um, who works for that company. And the uh, brand is also where are we here? Balenciaga is bringing the case to quote seek redress for extensive damages defendants caused in connection with an advertising campaign Balenciaga hired them to produce. But here's the thing, though. Balenciaga knew about the campaign before it went live. Like, people in that organization saw it, approved it. 
printed it. They all knew. And then there's uh, the uh, the designer, one of these, one of the designers that used to work for, I think, or maybe still does. This woman named Lada Volkova. Um, her all her old Instagram um, posts are coming up, and it's just like really like some horrific stuff and she worked with adidas and balenciaga now that's all coming out like how anybody is still tied to this company is beyond me but mm-hmm. have at it kim the Roz and mocha show podcast podcast uh, do we have time to do the baby born at mcdonald's or no oh my god yes yeah okay so there was a baby born at an atlanta mcdonald's and uh this is the the the, the mom and then a, a worker is what you're going to hear here uh and the baby has already been named nugget Nickname. I went into the bathroom. I used it. My water broke immediately. Oh. The lady came in. She was like, are you okay? I said, no, I'm in labor. I thought that was joking. I opened and she was on this toilet laid back, screaming. Then I knew to tell my crew, we're having a baby today. I had one worker yes. on this hand, one worker on this hand. I think I bit her. I didn't mean to. It was me. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm okay. She didn't break my skin. She had a nickname before she even left McDonald's. That's her nickname, Madonna Little Nugget. <laughs> that is the best. That's her nickname, Madonna Little Nugget. Aw, just like how your nickname is. Bang on <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, listen, Milano was blasted on Twitter, uh, including by Elon Musk, after saying that she gave back her Tesla. <laughs> so, Sorry, what? Okay, so let me talk you through this here. So Alyssa Milano wrote, uh, I gave back my Tesla. I bought the uh, Volkswagen EV. I love it. I'm not sure how advertisers can buy space on Twitter. Publicly traded companies, products um, being pushed in alignment with hate and white supremacy doesn't seem to be a winning business model. And then one conservative commentator replied to that saying Volkswagen was literally founded by the Nazis and Hitler to then which Elon Musk replied to that with the crying laughing emoji and the 100% emoji and then Alyssa went on Instagram not Twitter to repost something from a writer named Ben Jackson uh, and she said this shouldn't need to be said but here we are and then Ben Jackson wrote Volkswagen became a global brand after World War II when its new leader rejected Nazism Tesla became a global brand and its CEO now wants to enable Nazism. Uh, These are not the same. And then everybody started digging through Alyssa Milano's uh, tweets where back in the day, like in 2007, 2015 or 2017, 2015, where she was like, writing how much she loved Elon Musk oh my God. and how much she inspired Girl. her son and like oh all of God. this. Oh, like it just like you had, you had Thanksgiving weekend where everybody was like family and everything else. And then it and just, then all this. it just took a turn. Yeah, Please go back and delete your tweets. Oh my God. <laughs> That's the thing, right? Like uh-huh. you, you know, cause you, like who thinks about stuff that they, you know, like she, you know, she, Alyssa Milano was like going in on Elon Musk, but do you think she's thinking, God, what did I say about Elon in 2014? Mm-hmm. Right? No. Who does that? She was in the moment. He did. Yes. Yes. Saying, saying she loves him. He's a genius. All this other stuff. Anyway. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Helena Bonham Carter came to the defense of Johnny Depp, who is the godfather of her kids. In a new interview, she said, I hate cancel culture. It has uh, become quite hysterical, and there's a kind of witch hunt and lack of understanding. She goes on to say that Johnny has been, quote, completely vindicated. I think now he's fine, she said, totally fine. 
Um, and then uh, discussing the backlash surrounding J.K. Rowling, who was accused of making transphobic comments. Helen Bonham Carter says it's horrendous and a load of BS. I think she has been hounded. It's been taken to the extreme, the judgmentalism of people. She added that uh, she's allowed her opinion, particularly if she suffered abuse. Everyone carries their own history of trauma and forms their opinions from that trauma. And you have to respect where people come from in their pain. You don't all have to agree on everything. That would be insane and boring. She's not meaning it aggressively. She's just saying something out of her own experience. So Helena Bonham Carter, mm. people going in on her now today. Aye, aye, aye. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. DJ Khaled did this incredible unboxing video where I guess Drake gifted him a bunch of toilets. Like Drake has like special toilets in his house and DJ Khaled was there and I guess he was like, man, I really love your toilets. <laughs> I have a toilet like that. Like that, a DJ that, Khaled No, that, that people that people use and like. Oh. Because I have one toilet. I found one toilet that's like, a, it's like an inch and a half or two inches taller than most toilets. Oh, so you right? have to so, sit as low? So my tall friends, when they come over, they're like, bro, where'd you get that toilet? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, this, but what about your short friends where their feet don't touch the ground? Well, that's not that's not my problem. He doesn't have short right? friends. I don't have short friends. Nobody, nobody. I don't invite short people to the house. You <laughs> 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 I'm not sure it's allowed. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <Can you> imagine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there are people who choose their friends based on height. I'm like, sure there are. Like I'm sure what's there a, are. What's a minimum height requirement? To be my friend? Like to come to my house? To come to your house, yeah. Or yeah, like yeah, to yeah. be like an associate? No, like, no, to be over, a, able to come to your house. Oh, like to you come. Have to be this tall to mm, ride the ride. Yeah, I'm going to say 6'1". Wow. Six foot. Wow. No, six um, foot. Six foot. Six foot. Okay, eliminates yeah. everyone on the. Great. Yeah, like six foot. I just uh, made it. Oh, true, Shem. Six I'm six three. Six foot. I just made yeah. it. Shem could use my toilet. I got you, bro. Yeah, you would love it too. <laughs> anyway, so uh, Khaled is uh, on Drake gifted Khaled like all, all like he re- he refitted his whole house in brand new toilets. Oh, geez. so here's Khaled doing the unboxing of these. Shout out to my toilets. brother Drake Six God. Listen, this is not no regular toilet bowl. My brother Drake <laughs> just bought me and my family about four big toilet bowls. This is called a Togo <laughs> toilet bowl. If you've ever been to Drake's house, his toilet bowls are incredible. Um, Melissa, what's some of the features? Features. Um, it has a UV light cleaning system. It got a UV light cleaning system. <laughs> hold on a second. Hold on a second. Yeah. Is this the same Melissa, like his chef Melissa, who's always oh. hanging out in his videos? Yeah, I think so. It's remote control operated. Um, it's automatic toilet seat can be open. See this, this with a light, the UV light, and it got this, the, the water too that splashes up, right? Air deodorizer, well. night light, uh, um, um, refreshing air deodorant. You saying? Yeah. Uh, uh, this is the Togo. Listen, yo Drake, I love. Tornado flushing. I'm not even joking, Drake. We've been wanting this. <laughs> Me and my queen been talking about getting Togos for the whole house. Now, honey, we got Toto toilet bowls. Oh my God! This is the most amazing toilet bowl I've ever seen in my life. Toto, give Toto. ever, like real talk. Anybody knows toilet bowls? Besides, you know, you know when you do the theory, when you when you when you do the theory, that's when you meditate and reflect on life. So when you sit down and do the theory, that's when you reflect on life. Ideas becoming. Some of my biggest ideas come from me taking a theory. Yep. Now it's real talk, and I got one now that lights up, and it sprays theory, and then it even makes a smell theory, and it's like a big theory. Drake, we love you, brother. Yo, I'm Yo. looking at the price of some of these. How much are they? Like 11000 yes. There's yeah. one here listed really? for $21,000. Yeah. Another one's listed here for 8000 Yeah. Uh, you can get just the, I guess if you have to replace it, but just the seat with the remote control for $547. Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't like it. I don't like a, I don't like all the splash though. I'm fine with the nightlight and the UV cleaning system. What's the splash? Sorry, I don't the bidet. The bidet. The bidet. Oh, bidet. oh, it'll change your life. No, it's so great. I don't like it. I've tried it. I'm not a fan. Oh, really? Nah, I've not never for tried me. The bidet. No, it's not. It's not for me at all. I don't like that feeling. It feels like because it no. feels too good. Uh, no, I mean it's just. Does it feel good, Deepa? Is that what you're saying? No, I was just asking a follow-up question. No, but your follow-up question was it, it's not how does it feel. Your follow-up question was because it feels too good. Yeah, I guess sometimes you know. <laughs> no, do. we don't. You know what? I don't know. Explain it. I'm done talking. I think everyone should try a bidet. It's great. It's lovely. Because why? Because it feels so good? I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, you're clean right after, right? So. Mm. Which part? Is it the part? Is it like the the, the after the fact that feels so good? Because you made it sound like it was the process that feels so good. No, right after. It's amazing. You're just like, wow, there's nothing left there. And the cleaning is quite minimal. So. (laughs) Yep, that's great. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, great anyway, job. Get you a twenty thousand dollars toilet. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, what a mess at Toronto Pearson Airport. Jeez. Um, so we knew it was bad, right? But all these stories are coming out from from passengers like last week, where they were waiting two hours for their luggage, and I've like been there before, and. Like, waiting two hours off a six-hour flight is awful. But I'll tell you, waiting two hours for your bags off a quick flight from New York is the worst-case scenario, Facts. I think. Even even if you hadn't sat on a plane for six hours, I mean, then you're already exhausted everything else. You sort of get it. Like, you're in for the long haul that day. But when you take, like, a quick flight back and you're waiting for your bags, it's the worst. Listen to this one passenger's account and how long they waited. It was an absolute disaster everybody's reaction was just like this is excuse the language effing ridiculous no one told you why there was such a delay right it's just like well where where is this stuff like why is it taking so long so i went up to him and i said what what's the delay what's going on and he said they have no staff that night there were five baggage handlers for all incoming flights Jesus, oh, I've been there, man. What's the longest you waited? Um, I, fourteen hours, uh, but not in the airport for a bag. Fourteen hours in a Portland. Oh, sorry, Portland. Uh, Portland airport. You waited 14, in the airport for fourteen hours. Fourteen hours. This was this was when I was traveling back uh, from visiting my my ex wife. Yeah. on the west coast in the United States, and I waited fourteen <sighs> hours. Yeah, ridiculous. But why didn't you just like you just? Were people leaving and coming back or no? Yeah, people were leaving. They were coming back. I just I just decided to just sleep. So I just you sat in the airport and I just slept. My God. Yeah, 14 hours. Ridiculous. Uh, Air Canada says they're actively looking to hire more staff um, to help alleviate with that, I guess. Normally, there would be as many as 30 baggage handlers um, per shift at the airport. But like she said, that there was five Jeez. for the entire thing. What a nightmare. That's My awful. God. Awful. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Did Mariah Carey use a teleprompter at the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade? A lot of people on TikTok are going in on poor Mariah for this. I will defend this because people have been using teleprompters on stage forever. When you have the kind of career that Mariah's had and you have the catalog that they do, um, most people have a teleprompter on stage. But I don't think it's... We discussed this at home, okay? The two huge fans. And 
we assumed it's not it has nothing to do with her forgetting the lines or anything like that we think it's because it's so loud where she is she can't hear the music and since they're lip syncing during this broadcast they she needs to know where they are in the song okay so there's a lot of sort of different theories one is that the network one is that the network um put the words on the screen so people could sing along so when the cameras shot the people they looked like they knew what was going but on because it it's always better right but th- listen and the other is um, exactly what you had just said, which is, you know, she needs to figure out where she is because if if, ever, if all hell breaks loose and she can't hear herself, she still needs to be able to follow along for television. New Year's Eve where she couldn't hear her earpiece. Also, singers use teleprompters all the time. Every massive artist uses a teleprompter. It's not like, it's not the equivalent of lip syncing. Like, I understand if somebody gets pissed off when they pay money to go see a show and somebody's lip syncing. I get that. I really do. But a teleprompter? A teleprompter. Artists have been using teleprompters. When you have a 40-year career and like 20 albums and your set list is changing every night... Yeah, but I think the argument is this: this is the song she banks her entire career. Yeah, of course, uh, of course. But you basically, but you, it's fail safes. There's nothing wrong with a teleprompter. That's well, not far from cheating. So then, okay, so if we have no issues with the teleprompter, then we have no issues with lip syncing, then, right? Like, no, 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 I have no, a big no. issue with lip syncing. Well, wait, why not? It's still an aid. But no, but with a teleprompter, at least it's your voice You're singing in the singing. moment. Yeah, but but look, okay, for me, I want the best performance. Period. So I don't care about lip syncing. See, I'm on the side of I don't care about lip syncing at all. Wow. Absolutely not. If I'm spending $300 on a ticket, I want to hear you then and there. No, because if you sound like crap, like Mariah Carey has over, over the yeah, last then, little while, then, then I, I have a story. It. Then I have a story. Well, I don't know. Okay, we don't need that. to put a big, big giant fight here, Morgan. Yeah. Okay. She's <laughs> also, a little Madonna too, never uses a teleprompter. Yes, she does. I guarantee you she does. Madonna does not. You she know, moves around the stage too much. There, for there to do you know how many teleprompters there are? In between, you know those monitors they have on the stage where yes. they can hear themselves? Yeah. In between those, there's a teleprompter. Yeah, but she's on her back staring at the Bro, ceiling. I'm, tell, I'm just telling you because she's lip syncing, so she doesn't even need to. <laughs> uh, God, <laughs> you know what? Circle. I am never, I'm never bringing up Mariah Carey on a show when Mocha's not here again. I'm not, I can't have this conversation with you, Morgan. And you, you bring up Madonna, and then all of a sudden we're fighting about Mariah Carey and Madonna. I'm just saying teleprompters are normal. There's nothing wrong with a teleprompter. I'm all for them, except... Oh, stop. You gotta stop. You gotta stop, okay? You just gotta stop, man. I was ending. Like, I was. it was a clear ending to the... It was a clear end. Stop. It was stop, man. I'm never talking. Remind me. Yeah, but a good debate is a debate. I'm not... I don't want a debate. Then don't bring it up. I don't want to debate with you. Why? You you don't want to do anything with me. (laughs) Finally. <laughs> Finally. Jeez. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Jenna Ortega absolutely crushing it on that Wednesday Adams show, or Wednesday rather. I love this show. I love her. I'm a huge fan of the Adams family. And one thing I didn't realize while I was watching, because she's so good at playing Wednesday Adams, and the one thing that they pointed out after the fact was that she doesn't blink while what? she's in character. There's no scenes, and and it's not CGI either. Like, she did every single scene not blinking. And here's Jenna Ortega talking about the conversation that she had with Tim Burton about the performance. At some point during the first couple weeks of shooting, I did a take where I did not blink at all. And Tim said, I don't want you to blink anymore. So that's another thing, too, where it's just weird mannerisms. We try to incorporate things like that. 
The thing about the blinking is I didn't realize that I was doing it. It just kind of happened because every time we started a take, I would reset my face. I would drop all the muscles in my face. And Tim really liked the Kubrick stare where I stared through my eyebrows. It's just a bit intimidating. I think something like that is not blinking. Clearly it struck something with him and I trust his opinion so much because he's Tim Burton. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. And I were really worried for A-Rod today. Not that I don't love J-Lo and Ben Affleck 2.0 and everything else, but you have to wonder whether A-Rod knew the whole time they were together that he was just there if and whenever Ben Affleck decided to come back into her life. Placeholder, so, man. Like, it's just because they were engaged. Like, their families, like, all live together and stuff. Uh, so uh, J-Lo sitting down with um, Zane Lowe to uh, talk new music and talking about how the first breakup with Ben Affleck was the biggest heartbreak of her life. This is J-Lo. 20 years ago, I fell in love with the love of my life. And I was working on an album. And it was called This Is Me Then. And it was all about capturing that moment in time. God, it is the great unrequited love album. Yeah. Because it's so open and honest. When I'm in love is when I'm inspired. And I was the most inspired then, and I have not made another record like that since then. I was in so much pain for so many years, and my way of surviving was by working more and hiding that side of myself. But now, now, 20 years later, (laughs) it does have a happy ending. (laughs) Because happy endings exist, and we need them. And, And it's nice to know they're not just in the movies. I was like, it's time for me to make another record. And the reason we're here is because I want to capture this moment in time. Because it is even better. Jeez. Like, didn't we think that A-Rod was the happy ending? Yes. For like oh. a little brief moment right there? Yes. Like, we were all super happy she finally, oh, J-Lo man. finally fell in love. I thought, I, I thought maybe her and Drake had a little something-something that might, you oh, know. Oh, come on. They that were engaged. Love. She was engaged to, to A-Rod, <laughs> man. Like, that was the Drake. happy ending. Well, that was the happy ending. Right. Guess we uh, can all score home runs. Here's uh, here's more from J Lo and Zane Lo. I feel like what I've done over the years is I've I've shown you my heart. Yeah, I've shown you my heart, and I'm not ashamed of that. And I know that I've made mistakes, and I know yes. that I've been through rough. Shit, and I know that you you kind of peeped me. You know, you knew that, and yeah. you allowed me to stay gracious in the public eye and let me grow into the woman that I am, and find my way. And you saw me trying and you saw me not giving up and you saw me working hard and you saw me trying better and growing and making my mark and making my moments and showing the performer I was and showing the actor I was and showing the woman I was and the mother I was and the person I was and the friend that I could be to you. Mm. And uh, and I appreciate that. And I love that. And I think that's why it is my responsibility to share whatever it is in, in, in that most open way. And that's not easy. God, breakups are hard. Mm, damn. Like, I'm, just erased. I'm erased. I would erased. just be crying. I know. So would I. And don't get me wrong. Like I said, man, I am so happy they're back together and they found love and all of that stuff. I love to see it. But, God, I really thought that uh, A-Rod was the happy ending. Like, all that footage of them together. Oh, they were so like, happy. He got, he, he got to drop an album, though. I know. Yes. <laughs> but also but also her being like, I've ne- I, it took me until Ben came back for me to be able to write again. Oh, yeah, I never performed tough. those songs. Like, she had no, none of that inspiration and before oh my god the Roz and mocha show podcast podcast i had never really thought about adam sandler doing the award show rounds for hustle 
Did you see Hustle? Oh, that's us. That movie, that's one of the best sport movies ever. You think so, huh? Do you I, like it, that? It's so good. Yeah. So good. Actually, one of the uh, current Toronto Raptors is, um, is. was that's, in that. That's yeah. right. So Adam Sandler uh, was at the uh, the Gotham Awards where he got a uh, like a performer tribute, like almost like a lifetime achievement kind of thing. And uh, the way he wrote his speech was he didn't write a speech. He let his kids write a speech. Here's Adam Sandler. I told my daughter, Sadie and Sonny, who were 16 and 14, I didn't write a speech. And they said... Uh, phrases like rude and you're mean. <laughs> I said, well, daddy's f***ing tired, you know. Dad f***ing works hard. Calm down. They were like, can we write your speech, daddy? So you got something to say? I said, absolutely. It'd be nice to see you do something other than watch uh, YouTube or go to f***ing Lululemon <laughs> every f***ing weekend. Uh, so they said, all right, we'll write the speech. Will you do the... Do the speech in that uh, goofy southern accent. You always do all your dumb speeches in. I said, uh, whatever, we'll give it a shot. So, all right, my daughters wrote this. Let's see how we do. Dear well-dressed dignitaries, <laughs> highly educated hipsters, and various other plus ones of the, <laughs> of the Gotham Awards. Thank you for giving our daddy, Mr. Adam Sandler, this prestigious lifetime, all-time, primetime GOAT <laughs> Achievement Tribute Award. It's almost time for us to go watch some more YouTube clips and buy some more Lululemon <laughs> So we'll leave you with this. Thank you, Mommy, for putting up with Daddy and his crazy f***ing mood swings all these years. Now that truly is a feat deserved. Of a lifetime achievement yeah. award. <laughs> love you, Mama. <laughs> They're comedians, <laughs> right? I love them. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Man, it's stories like this. And don't get me wrong, I'm happy Jay Leno is good. But it's stories like this where you start to really wonder if there's like a like secret ways of healing people that the super rich are entitled to, and that other people are not. <laughs> Jay Leno. 10 days after burning his face in a gasoline fire when he was working on a car in his garage, 10 days later, he's on stage at a comedy club doing a sold-out show. No. 10 days. So this is Jay Leno. They got Paparazzi caught up to him on his way in. Never thought of myself as a roast comic. Hey, thank you. We got two shows tonight, regular and extra crispy. Okay. <laughs> okay. See, that's why he did it. He's all the material. Stupid. Jesus, man. Oh. But he looks good. Yeah, like, I was does. looking at pictures. I'm like, I, I'm trying to think. Like, he had third degree burns on his face. And when you look at him. You can't see it. Wow. You literally can't see anything. I, I, I don't know what I'm looking for at this point. Actually, he was covering his hand. He wore his jacket over to cover one of his Still, hands. Still, though. But it was his face. Like his face. It's wild. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Will Smith doing his first really like late night talk show uh, appearance since the Academy Awards last year with the whole Oscar slap. Uh, Trevor Noah got the interview and this is Will Smith because yesterday we were talking about how he was understanding if people, I guess, were hesitant to go and see uh, Emancipation because they're still pissed off at him for the the Chris Rock slap. Uh, this is Will talking to Trevor Noah, going into a little bit more detail on what what was going through his sort of head and his heart that night. At the end of the day, I just, I lost it, you know. 
And I guess what I would say, you just never know what somebody's going through. You know, mm. you know, in the, in the audience right now, you know, you're sitting next to uh, strangers, you know, and somebody's mother died last week, you know, um, somebody's child is sick, you know, um, somebody just lost their job. No, nah, it, it was, you, you know, it was a lot of things. It was the, the, the little boy that watched his father beat up his mother. You know, it's, uh, you know, all of that just bubbled up yeah. in, in, in that moment. I understand, you know, how shocking that was for people, man. Right. You know, um, I was gone. I was gone. I was, um, you know, that was a, a rage that had been bottled for a really right. long time. Right. Um, and, you know, but it's, it's, I understand the pain. Hmm. Deepa, you're shaking your head. What are you shaking your head about? No, I just feel like that's not... You don't go and slap somebody on stage for making a little joke because I think the big thing is, is like, you know, with the Oscars, the host, their job is to poke fun of everybody in the audience. And like, you kind of know that's the territory you're going into. And I can understand yeah, people go through things and it's it's tough. But like, I don't think slapping somebody. I, I don't think he was saying, I don't think he's trying to justify slapping somebody. But I, 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 I find it interesting, though, that Will Smith is the one who, if you say, oh, I don't know if I'm ready to forgive Will Smith, like it's almost acceptable where everybody else is, we've forgiven people for and overlooked things that are far worse than this. And so what is about the Will Smith situation that he has to then go and do all this. I think the well, difference is a lot of the stuff that other people have done, we've never seen. This was in front of the public eye. I get that. Yeah, it's I jarring. Mm-hmm. And also, I'd also be, you know, right or wrong, you didn't expect that from that guy. Yeah, You know what fair. I mean, right? Like, as uh, listen, there are other celebrities who have, you know, less than uh, shinier images, let's say, that you might be like, yeah, I could see you doing something that stupid. You just didn't expect it from him, and... To, you know, to Maury's point, it was just so jarring. It's such a jarring image that will last forever, right? And we all saw it, and it gets replayed over and over and over again. I think that's why people have such a hard time, quote unquote, forgiving him. No, I get it. I mean, people it, also went as the two of them for Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> no, really? I get it. Oh my god. I get it. Like, I, I get it. I get it. I do. But we have collectively, the the world and show business have you know forgiven people for. Yep. Far, far, far worse. Um, but uh, I, it, it's interesting that this is the this is the movie because this is the kind of movie. And I know that this was all scheduled and everything else. But Emancipation is like that. That's like the, the reputation rebuilder, right? It like so is. you know, this isn't Hitch Two that he's out there promoting. <laughs> you right? can't crack on him for this movie, really. You know no, what I mean? it's you difficult. Can't. You know, yeah. it's and he doesn't have to laugh while promoting it. Like he doesn't have to be you know super funny on charismatic Will Smith. He nope. can be a little bit introspective. He can do all that stuff while talking about it, yeah. you know. But if this was, you know, I don't know, like what's, geez, like if this was like a Men in Black, you know, like it would be difficult for him to have these conversations and try and sell that movie. Aladdin, yeah. Aladdin, <laughs> yeah, right. Let's like, break out into song. Yeah, he's like got to do all that stuff again, and oh my god. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live weekday mornings from six to ten on Kiss ninety two five. Kiss ninety two five dot com or download the Kiss ninety two five app.